0: Because I want to do.
1: No, no, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, we have to start with this email. Okay. Because the NFL protests are all over everybody's mind. So, this guy, Matt, out of Uniontown sent me this email, and I thought it was actually very interesting. He says, stands where you guys talked about the comments the president made about the NFL protesters. If you take the verbiage word for word, Trump said, Wouldn't you like to see one of the owners say, Get that son of a bitch off the field? I know it's semantics. But no one is even for once looking at the point. I'm still serving in the Army National Guard. I served with Fantone's biggest fan, Jay White. And I get offended for the fact that it feels to me as a direct hit towards the military. I believe that they have the right to protest and fight for racial equality, but I agree with you that they should not do it at work, and especially during the National Anthem. People like you have a job who uh, are supposed to give their opinion while on the air. I've heard many people in your job saying it's just a piece of material. If that's the person's thought, then what's the, such an uproar over the Confederate flag? And I would have to agree with you. If that's their argument, that it's just a piece of material, I would agree with you. Then one thing would have to make sense on both sides. He said, but like you, I consider myself middle-of-the-road kind of guy, but opposite of you, I lean a little right. But I like hearing your guys' show because Fantone's a liberal, and I like hearing his point of view so I can make an informed decision on a subject. That's why I thought this email was excellent. It says, keep doing what you're doing. You, uh, you make both shows you were a part of sound great. Well, thank you for that. And I, I thought this was an interesting email because, again, I don't think this guy is like wants, to be, wants to hate NFL players for what they're doing. But he is a guy who served. Now, I know I can find a plenty of other guys who served any other I said, This is exactly why I did so people can protest. I think it is a work issue, um, you know, to an extent. I saw Shannon Sharp make my point yesterday all over TV, and I thought he did it great, which is he kept saying, He's like, it took somebody calling you a son of a bitch to do this. Like this is moved from what it was supposed to be, and was you know Shannon said he he was unimpressed with what he saw on Sunday, and he was like, look, he's like, if this is what you're mad about, him calling you a son of a bitch, this is was the line too far. You've now officially weakened this whole thing. And he makes an excellent point.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess there's, I guess there's a point there, is that like nothing changed other than his (laughs) his terms or the words he the the president used there. Um, I guess when it comes to it being a work issue, that's a non-issue to me in the sense of yes, it is a work issue, but the employer said it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand if McDonald's says like, dude, go ahead and
1: spout your political beliefs. That's McDonald's. You don't get to weigh in on how another business runs. There, you know what I mean? Like, there or you can have your opinion on it but they're not going to change it because right. of what your opinion and, is nor should they have to I although mean, i the difference here though is is that you're talking consumers and the ratings are still down again and you know i i saw people who i know and like as a matter of fact a guy who's going to be on the show thursday at nine o'clock my buddy ricky smith who was tweeting about Jerry Jones last night on Monday Night Football, he said, congratulations, Dallas! it took the Dallas Cowboys to gentrify the anthem protest. Like, dude, this is no longer what it was now, and now everybody's upset about it, and you floated this question yesterday, and this is why I wanted you to hold on with your dilemma, is that you asked the question yesterday, could all of this be leading to the end of the NFL? And you know what, I'm starting to think that maybe, just maybe it might. Now, I've always said things like this, that to think that you're gonna be alive to see the end of the world is egotistical, and I think it's a little egotistical to think that we would see the fall of an empire like the NFL. But Rome did go. And I'm start and, and I got to be honest with you, as a guy who gets paid to give commentary on social issues, I don't dude, the idea of an establishment as big as the NFL coming to a halt while I'm alive and on the air to do this, I, dude. I got to tell you, your boy doesn't hate it. And I know I do. I sound that sacrilegious religious saying that in the town where the Hall of Fame is, where the start of this was, but. We might be seeing the beginning of the falling out of love with celebrity as a whole.
2: Um, with, within five years, this is all going to be behind us.
1: I uh, agree. That's probably the more likely scenario. I, I think
2: that there's going to be bumps and bruises along the way yes. for the NFL here. I it's think that in the in the foreseeable future, this next upcoming year, probably within the next five years, there's going to be some dips. There's going to be some spikes. But within five years, this is all this, meaning this flag protest or the, the, the inequality protest or wh- however you view it, is going to be behind us. It's not going to be the top of the news. We're all not going to be like, screaming. About it, and eventually, it's just going to be like six years from now, guys are going to be like, Yeah, football's awesome.
1: I I think that's probably the more likely scenario that where we are right now is darkest before dawn territory with the NFL. But is there the possibility this goes the other way? Yeah, I mean, there were a lot. I, I really had downplayed the amount of people that I thought, like, even I'm talking my friends. Like, and let's use that term loosely, like people that I am linked to on Facebook who I normally see their position, I'm talking people who normally lean left, who I saw yesterday were like, you know what, I'm over all of this. And I was like, man, maybe I've downplayed people's negative reaction to this. Um, I mean, dude, for my entire life, it was, you were proud of this country no matter what, and to admit anything else, you were a terrorist. And now, all of a sudden, it's in vogue for huge groups of people just to be like, yeah, dude, this country does suck. And it's like, that's... uh I don't know, man. It, it was a pretty quick turn.
2: So, I mean, so sitting for the national anthem means this country sucks, I hate it, but saying make America great again, I, you dude, know what I mean? I'm like, not.
1: I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to say there's not a decent side on the other side. I'm saying, dude, that this is... I'm telling you, people are pissed, and it's both sides are mad about how these guys are expressing this. And now you got people who were all for the kneeling when it was about equality, all pissed because now you're making it about the fact that Trump singled out football players versus the real issue. Which, dude, this is what he always does. He takes you off message. This is what I said when he got elected. He'll constantly take you off message to get things done. And now he took this whole thing off message. And people like Shannon Sharp, a guy I can't believe I'm agreeing with right now, said, dude, you, this whole thing's now shifted and it's worth nothing. And, he, and he, this was kind of the point I was trying to make yesterday.
2: I think more than anything, um, you brought this up a long time ago with President Trump, that he's great at distraction.
1: M- misdirection, he's a, he's a master at the,
2: the, the NFL thing is nothing. The This whole thing is nothing. This is all like, hey, something else is going on behind the scenes. I want people talking about other things, and that thing probably being Russia, um, and I want people talking about other things, so I'll get them fired up about this, and nobody's yeah. going to talk about what else is going on.
1: Exactly. I believe believe that for sure. And now you got people who were legitimately trying to get like a real hardcore message across now mad at you because you you decided to take part in this because your fraternity of wide receivers got offended. And I tell you, dude, I think you will lose. There are people, most people, most people driving back. I mean, look at the shows that are popular in America. You and I, like we laugh at like how the. Big Bang Theory is like the biggest thing in America, but those are the same people who look at mil- look at athletes and go millionaire, complaining about his easy life. That I mean, money for nothing, dude. That song was a big hit for a reason because that's the way people feel. Like I, it's a very interesting time right now. Actually, LeBron James chimed in on all of this. We'll have his quotes for you at seven o'clock. And 9 o'clock, like I said, is New Tour Tuesday. Macklemore and Bob Seeger in Lincoln Park. Fantone, I'm sorry, buddy. I did not mean to back oh, you. God, no. No, God, I, I, I want to hear this problem.
2: When I bring it up, this is going to be the most anticlimactic thing ever. <laughs> well, it was the start of the
1: show. Well, you got people accustomed to that for a long time now. But, dude, I, I can't wait to hear it. And, 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 people from across the pond, I think, have the same problem you do. And now even more proof, maybe I'm the one that's wrong on this. I can't believe this. We'll get into both next on Rock 1069.
0: 1069. Welcome back to the
1: Stan's Ray Show on Rock 1069. We have Hall of Fame City Comic Con tickets. 645 will pass dollars out to you. That's uh, this weekend. Actually, Fantone and I will both be there Saturday from 3 to 5. Shoving all you nerds in lockers, giving you wedges, <laughs> comic book nerds. Right, dude, I wish they were still nerds or not anymore. Everybody no. likes comic book stuff now.
2: And honestly, man, it's a um, it's an awesome thing, dude. I uh, I'm just proud of the fact it's the second annual. Last year was so successful, so big, they had to increase the size. Um, and it should be even better this year. Dude, so. I gotta
1: tell you, I kind of like we always joke about it, but that might be the place where you meet the future Mrs. x right? No, I there. gotta tell you, like that's the, kind of like the thing there, right? Like throwback 80s t-shirt, nice pair of jeans, big ass, are, glasses maybe. Oh. Yeah, I
2: hope, I hope, I hope that exists for you there.
1: Maybe half black. I oh, do know dude, I'd be so happy. I do
2: know they're having a um, a cosplay contest, so I don't oh. know, maybe some chick will be dressed up like Harley Quinn or something, and there you go. And I'm I'll be intimidated and won't we'll be able to speak
1: to her. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Can't right. wait.
2: So, dude, you have a dilemma. Yeah, my dilemma this morning. So I wake up, you know, doing the, doing the early morning routine, you know, brushing my teeth putting my deodorant Taking on. Taking a dump, apparently. <laughs> except, except as I go to put my deodorant on, I got that, like, scratching feeling on my arm. There was no deodorant left in it, and I'm like, son of a bitch, what am I going to oh, do? The,
1: oh, in the plastic thing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. At this point,
2: that. so at this point, Fantone smells like teen spirit, grabbed my girlfriend's deodorant, and I was like, yeah? well, should I do it? Should I not do it? And yeah, dude, I'm wearing chick deodorant right now.
1: I don't know. It's all right. Like, but every now and then, you I might get... want to be careful with that. Did you read that story the other day about the shaving cream affecting dudes' balls? No. Yeah, like the chemicals in the shaving cream is making your balls weak. Bitch, it's a good thing. So, to... like, I can only imagine what female deodorant's gonna do to you.
2: I um, I uh, I put it on and it's okay. Like, I feel like I'm like clean, but at the same time, I keep getting a whiff of it and like, I just, I keep like smelling my girlfriend. And so I'm like, where is she? Is she
1: around here? So
2: yeah, I'm just wearing chick's deodorant. I smell like Teen Spirit this morning. That's it. Nothing. Nothing.
1: (laughs) You you were right. That's a little anticlimactic. (laughs) <laughs> a little anticlimactic, but yeah, I uh yeah, I've been there. Like well all right, so let me ask you this question. Yeah. Because that's dude, that's a couple thing. Mm-hmm. And they you do that when you're like in love and like everything's great. Right. So like if you woke up this morning and something happened to your toothbrush are you using her her toothbrush? <sighs>
2: toothbrush is a little bit different, I won't lie.
1: I See, mean, how long have you lived with Megan?
2: Um, two and a half. I mean See, it, that's a long time. So yeah.
1: normally by now people are like, All right, dude, 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 we've been we're over everything. Yeah, even toothbrushes.
2: Well, I mean like I, listen, if it was like I got I I don't love it. If it was, I don't want to say like an emergency situation, but if it was all right, you know, you can either brush your teeth or not for the next forty eight hours. You have to use hers. Then I'm probably going to use it. Yeah. If if it was just this morning and I was like, ah, I can just say I forgot to brush my teeth. You know, just kind of play it up like, yeah, yeah, well, whatever. And I'll just grab one on the way home. Sure. So I probably you don't keep a toothbrush here.
1: Probably not. No, I do not have a toothbrush here. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, keep that stuff here. So no, all
2: right, my breaths all right.
1: Yeah, well, sometimes I forget, yeah. like you know what I mean. I'm waking up so early in the morning, I rush out, so I always make sure I have it here. And and honestly, talk drinking this much coffee every morning and talking this long, honestly, makes your breath kind of stink. And so, like, normally at the end of the show, I'm like, all right, get me do to the bathroom. Scrub. Yeah, dude, I need to, yeah, let's brush them down. I know, oral hygiene's important, but you probably
2: just shouldn't <laughs> be using your girlfriend's stuff is all I'm All right, no,
1: that's that. A, that is a fair point. I do want to talk to you about your bathroom habits, though, because, okay. dude, apparently you're dumping out five times a day. That's an average, yeah, I would say that's, that's an, an average. That's an average, meaning, me, dude, what's a high end?
2: Uh, you give me a strong day, dude. You know, I'm probably getting up to six, six
1: seven, eight, you know? Dude, so uh, here's what I find hilarious about this, is that we spend so much time examining what I eat, and mm-hmm. I go, like... Like twice a day, maybe, and you're going five times an average. Like, what are you eating?
2: When I, when I had uh, the, the other day, I can't, I can't remember how this all came to be, but I said, "Well, tomorrow I'll keep track of everything I eat and I'll keep track of how many times I crap." And uh, it was, dude, it was, it was a ham sandwich, pretzels, and like a chicken breast for dinner, and still I'm crapping out five times a day. Wow. I feel like it's good though. I feel like food works through my system quick. I feel like it all comes out. It's not just loitering around. Yeah, in that's there. a product of how most, you were raised. You were raised to see everything as a positive. Most, most people walk. Around with five pounds of fecal matter in their intestines because they're not dumping out enough and it's getting stuck in there, and you're that's why you feel bloated, that's why you feel like sick, and because
1: 'cause you're walking around with decaying crap inside of you, dude. Blow that stuff out. I've never heard a doctor say you should dump out more than five times a day. Oh, well, Ever. I uh, don't know. And just, I would imagine all the like the CBS cares, here's about your balls and like all this, sooner or later somebody was gonna say something about I'm that. I'm well
2: I'm well hydrated. I feel like that's a big part of it. No, too, I I agree in out. hydrating, yes, else? I agree in that. Stuff moves out i uh you know and i'm not i'm not poop shy either like if i feel that like that be feeling in my stomach, I'm going, dude. I'm not waiting
1: around. I'm not gonna let it like build up. Or oh, see, I get
2: home. I got a crap. Man. Nah,
1: dude. Like I am. Like there are certain places here. Obviously, I spend too much time here not to have like you know get over that. My house, yes, but most public places, I'm probably not doing.
2: Now, that. there's some people who make a a world tour of bathrooms, dude. My grandpa being one of them, dude. He just you could ask that guy anywhere where's the bathroom. He knows exactly where he knows where he's going. But I mean, if I'm not like I'm not like you know what I got a crap. I'm pulling over at this home depot right here but at the same time if i'm in
1: the home depot and i gotta go i gotta go uh dude if i'm within yeah if i'm close to my house and i feel like i can get if i feel like i can make it home i'm going okay. home right. i'm only going in a home depot and nothing against home depot it could be Lowe's, it could be either one i don't know which whoever the nascar driver is doesn't matter right i'll go to jimmy johnson's place but like where i Yeah, if I feel like I can get in and out of that store and back to my apartment, I'm choosing the apartment, the apartment, uh, you know, option. The reason why I bring this up though is they say people in Britain spend uh, on average three hours and nine minutes on the toilet every week. That's more time than they spend exercising.
2: Three hours and nine minutes a week.
1: Yeah, on the toilet. Doesn't that seem like a lot of time on the toilet?
2: Yeah, it does.
1: Um, I don't know. I like trying to come up with what are you doing in there? Even with the phone, I'm like, get me out of here! It's gross.
2: Well, that's probably a big part of it. Is people just sitting on the crapper and just sitting there on their phone? Yeah, I'm not that's a gotta loafer. Be, that's got to be a huge, huge part of that.
1: Yeah, I'm not like I. I I'm okay reading my phone, but I want to do it on the couch while I'm ignoring some TV show that's passing itself off as important. Not while I'm dumping out. Yeah, I mean, I'll use my phone in the bathroom here. Because I'm bored, but, but like, uh, but I'm not
2: like, I'm not gonna sit there and like spend actual time on it. Like, it's not going to keep me sitting on the throne for longer. any longer than than
1: than what it would have. Yeah, I, I'm, th- dude, it's it's because we don't have kids, right?
2: Probably. <laughs> and dude. so, just
1: like ten minutes of just being—is that why every sitcom just has the guy in the bathroom for twenty minutes? <laughs> just, because. but that's the thing: is even if it was ten minutes of crap,
2: and let's say you're crapping twice a day, let's okay. say that's that's the average. So that's twenty minutes a day over the course of a week. That's one hundred and forty minutes. So that's Two hours, so that's nowhere even close to th- where's it, where are they getting that other hour? From? Yeah, I, I did,
1: it, I'm telling you, it was the third hour that had me scared too. Is
2: that including? Is that including other bathroom time, like showering? No, it says on the just toilet, sitting on the toilet. They, I, dude, I don't know. I, th- I, the
1: quote is three hours nine minutes sitting on the toilet.
2: Not ten minutes. I would never take ten minutes. I mean, unless there was like something. Going, I'm having problems, right? Unless there was something going wrong with me. Like, no, ten minutes is way too much time in the bathroom <laughs> for me. But I mean, dude, you're right though. If you're Dad, and you've got you know you've got your your wife out there, and she's telling you to get out there and you know cut the grass or, or, or help with the Common Core homework, and your kids are in there, and you hate them too.
1: Like yeah, I guess you would just slide out. Yeah, in the maybe. Bathroom. I mean, do my dad hid out in the bathroom? <laughs> I think. And knowing my brother and I, I would have avoided us at all costs, even if I had to smell my own defecation. I would have, you know what? This smell. Because dude, my dad was in there before, like ceiling fans. You know what I mean? Just heat, ninety eight. Dude, you're talking about people not going to school because of the heat. He was in there 98 degrees <laughs> in the summer, smelling his own, you know, filth, trying to avoid his two idiot fat children. Alright, now I get it. Now I know what you're doing in the bathroom all that time. We have Hall of Fame City Comic Con tickets, and we'll pass those out next on Rock
0: 106. Canton's Rock Station. Rock
1: 106.9. Welcome back to The Sands Ray Show on Rock 106.9. We'll pass out these Hall of Fame City Comic Con tickets here momentarily. I, um, <clears throat> I don't mean to keep beating people over the head with the same topic over and over again but these nfl protests are all anybody's talking about right like in there are days where you have to search like i wonder what topic a is today right today you know what topic a is for sure I, this is going to remain hot for at least a week I mean, At least, i'll week. take the over on a week i'll take the under on a month right and so now the president up early and at twitter already And uh, one of them here says, this is 20 minutes ago, ratings for NFL football way down except before game starts when people tune in to see whether or not the country will will be disrespected. Meaning when the pregame shows tell you what the team's intentions are. And I think I've said I think people will tune these uh, games out, but I think briefly in the first quarter, maybe skip the anthem so they don't have to see it. And then once the action starts, they probably start turning the game back on. But
2: the anthem is very rarely shown on TV, right? I mean, like.
1: Only, is, is it your home market game that shows you that? I don't su- even think the Browns games do, do they? Yeah. I, I, well, I know they did Sunday. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, mean, I watched four different broadcasts from four different games when they were all, I mean, it, at they least... showed the whole national anthem? Sunday ticket showed that stuff. So... Oh no, maybe no. I think maybe you're right. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they just showed you what happened during it. Yeah,
2: I mean, because this was such a big story this week. There's no way that Fox, Fox, NFL Fox Sunday, wasn't going to talk about it. But on on a regular week to week basis, they don't. You normally play
1: the national anthem, huh? He tweeted again here, 14 minutes ago. The booing at the NFL football game last night, when the entire Dallas team dropped to its knees, was loudest I've ever heard. Great anger, and this one struck me as a little strange. Like, I, I gotta say this about the president, and I've tried to get his back when I did, when I think everybody's attacking him unfairly. He's plenty done, plenty to deserve, a, you know, some legitimate criticism. But when people go overboard on him, I try to get his back. But he does like having an enemy. He does like having an opponent, and I, I'm just telling you how I feel about it. That's not my favorite quality in a president. Liking an opponent. I like a president who knows how to deal with an opponent when it arrives When it when that situation comes right, but I don't necessarily want a guy who's like, you know what I need I need a fight today. I don't necessarily want that. That's just me and To to tag this tweet with great anger at the end of it. It just seems again. I'm not Telling you right wrong and different. That's not presidential. I'm not the guy saying that what I'm saying is is it does seem abnormal to me to have a president in my lifetime root on anger. And I'm telling you right now, as a guy who was critical of Barack Obama, if he would have used this platform to root on anger, I'm not sure you people would have loved that.
2: No, and uh, nor should they have. I mean, that's it's not a- It's a
1: strange thing for a president to do to be happy to see anger.
2: And I want, I want a president who doesn't back away from a fight, but, like, I want a president who picks his battles well. And of all the things that... I just think he likes battling. Of, of all the things that, you know, you could be worked up about. It. Of all the things you woke up this morning and thought about, first thing out of the gate, as the President of the United States of America, it's not the fact that the newest health care bill just got shot down. It's not the fact that North Korea wants to go to war with us. It's not the fact that, you know, more and more evidence is coming out against Russia in, in, the, in the election. Puerto Rico, uh, Tennessee.
1: Puerto Rico, I mean, dude, a million. Nobody's even talking about Tennessee, by the way, which I find so strange. A million, a million Right now, things. people are going, well, what happened in Tennessee? And that proves my point. And I don't have the time to get into it right now. You can Google it. There's 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 fires
2: out west. I mean, Houston and Florida are still trying to recover from from you know, and here we are talking to now listen.
1: The NFL. Because he, what does America care about? But, they care about the
2: NFL. But but right, but if I'm sitting at the bar at TDs and a dude next to me wants to talk about the NFL, I'm like, okay, you're a dude sitting next to me at the bar. This is a
1: president. I, I understand it, and it's crazy, but it's dude again, like all of his strategies, I'm afraid it works. Right? It works on some level. I'll tell you the scariest thing I have in all of this is where's the great Democrat? Where's the, where's the opponent? You, everybody foams at the mouth about how this guy has to be taken down. And yet I don't see the person being pushed to the forefront from the other side of this is who we're going to rally behind.
2: Well, I would hope that most of those efforts right now are being focused in on like smaller local state issue elections and you're slowly building up into that, but I don't have faith that's what's
1: happening. I don't think so either. That's kind of the point why I bring it up. Like, I don't see the person and that's what scares me. It's interesting. I just, I never thought I would see... a president, and maybe that another one's done it, and, and I don't remember it. That's totally possible. I'll make plenty of room for that, All right? But to root on anger that way, and maybe I'm looking at it with too fine of a you know comb because of some of his other tweets and some of his other positions and stuff. And I'll you know, maybe it just it that struck me as weird. It really did. LeBron James had some interesting things to say yesterday about his future as a cavalier and our president, President Donald Trump. So we'll play you some of his uh, remarks from Cavs Media Day that will be next. On uh, uh Canton's Rock Station Rock 1069, but I do have-
0: please relax. This will be painless. The Stansbury Show on Rock 1069. Rock 1069.
1: And welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 1069. We have those uh Hall of Fame City Comic-Con Titty. Jesus, I need to get it together. What? Today. <laughs> what? The Hall of Fame City Comic-Con tickets will pass those is. out here momentarily. Yeah, you know what? That's actually gonna put a pin in that because I'm gonna actually get LeBron James back while I'm yelling at him here momentarily over some comments he had to say yesterday at media day we'll start with whether or not he's going to finish out his career as a cavalier you address that and hear that is
3: um it hasn't changed and um his intentions today still in his uniform uh, still ready to uh, lead this franchise to a championship uh, put us in a position where we can be successful um you know obviously you guys know with me and anytime you I'm able to, you know, either be a free agent or my contract is, is ending, then I'll approach that, you know, when the summer, ha- when the summer comes. Um, you know, I won't um, ever, you know, cheat my teammates or, or cheat the fans or, or in a situation where I'm worried or talking about free agency all year long um, because I'm not going to give energy to something that I can handle in the summertime uh, when I should be focused on what I need to do on a day-to-day basis to help this franchise compete for a championship because that's what the front office wants. And, uh, you know, I think that's what, you know, Kobe will want and the front office will want. I think that's what Dan will want. If that if that wasn't the case, they wouldn't have made the deal that they made to bring in this uh, group of talent and, and made the, you know, deals to get D rolls here and Jeff Green here and uh, Jose Carter on and guys like that to have uh, championship level talent. So um, it's my obligation to, um, you know, to go about it that way. And uh, when the summer comes, um, you know i will approach that
1: so it's interesting to see how different media outlets receive those comments local media seem to think see said he's staying and national media seem to say well he said he's going to handle it in the summer which pretty much tells you he's out it's very interesting to see how two different media outlets viewed that those statements i mean
2: ask like did your intentions remain the same i mean saying yes is enough for me. Now, granted, I think that that remains a little bit open-ended, um, but still it's better than him saying, well, I haven't thought about it or anything like that. So the fact that he said yes to me makes me pretty confident that um he's Planning on staying, but I remain firm that the guy doesn't know. The guy, you have to you have to let the information in front of you kind of develop and see how this season goes and see if this is truly where you have
1: the best shot to win a title. So I agree that he he will evaluate throughout this season and probably towards the end of it. Right. I I we only disagree that I think he's leaning more towards leaving. And I think again, I am one of those people that buys into him saying, "Well, why do anything now when I when I can handle it in the summer?" Well, you're, dude, if you were going to stay. And that was your intention you 're not handling anything
2: if he was intending on leaving why wouldn't he leave why why
1: wouldn't he leave now i I think he i i i don't know I I, I I like i said there's always been variables to this nobody will know. In that, you know, there are things inside. It's like the Kyrie move. Why, did, why would you leave this? But there's always another motivating factor for these guys. And I, I think he's leaning that way. I'm not saying I'm totally right. I'm not saying you're an idiot for what you're thinking. I'm just saying I think it will be an evaluation over this year. But I think he's leaning towards going. And I think telling me that he can handle it in the summertime versus it's none of your business right now is, eh, you guys might want to prepare yourself for this because if this doesn't work out, I'm leaving. And I think that's what that said yesterday. Now, I feel like the more important piece of, piece of audio is when he was asked about his politics in, while working in a state where people voted for the president overwhelmingly. And here's LeBron on that.
4: You live and work in a state in which the majority of voters voted for the current president, um, some of whom, many of whom probably had valid reasons beyond his Twitter account or his, his social graces. How do you reconcile having called that choice a mistake that many of those people are also Cavaliers fans?
3: Well, I mean, that's a a great question. Um, At the end of the day, like I said, you can... um, I don't think a lot of people was educated.
1: Now, see, I want to stop right there because a lot of people are taking him to task right now and because he says, I don't think a lot of people was educated. Now, people misspeak. I do it all the time. I get paid to speak for a living, and I do it all the time. I've done it like 11 times this morning. I've counted in my head. People do it all the time. So when you're up there, you're talking, things happen or whatever. I, I don't like when people say well look, he said it like this so he's obviously not intelligent. I don't buy that. I, I I think if you don't know that LeBron James, 14 years into his career, a multimillionaire, a billionaire now I believe through Nike and there's never been an ounce of trouble an ounce of this and that, you cannot do that without being intelligent. We need to give up the the, the, the LeBron might not be a smart guy argument. Like he, he's proven, if he's proven anything, it's that he's smart. Now is he all educated on all subjects of foreign policy and what the president goes with? No, but he's not a dumb guy. So don't get all caught up over the misspeaking of like one or two lines here in a press conference. I don't think
3: a lot of people was educated. And, and and I think that's the biggest, one of the biggest problems that we have when it becomes vote time, that people are just not educated on either the individual or what's actually going on, in the state of, of the world right now, not like that particular state, but in the state of the world. I don't think a lot of people are educated and um, they, make choi- they make choices and say things that's uneducated. And, and am I saying that the people of Ohio wasn't educated? Am I saying that some of the other states that voted for them was,
1: un- was uneducated? Um, they yes. could have been. That's what he's saying. L- listen to what he says. This is it. That's exactly what he's saying.
2: Well, is there a difference between saying that you're not educated, i.e. you don't have an education, or is it saying that you're uneducated on a subject?
1: Well, I think he's saying they were uneducated about this subject, and I think the people who voted for Donald Trump feel very differently and that they were educated on who Hillary Clinton was, and they feel like they've voted for the lesser of two evils. So, yeah, I, I, I think he is calling them uneducated. Um,
3: they could have been or they could not have been, but that doesn't mean that it was the right choice.
1: For and again, judging a- you for your choice... I'm just pointing it out. I don't have an issue with what he's doing. I'm just saying this is, dude, if you don't think, if you think you voted for Donald Trump and, and LeBron James doesn't think you're an idiot for doing that, you're crazy. He does. He thinks you're an idiot for, for, for voting for Donald Trump. He does.
3: For me, as a professional athlete in this state, and even though this state voted for Trump, that doesn't stop me inspiring this pe- the people of this state and inspiring the youth. Because I would be even more at wrong if I started to down the people of Ohio. That makes zero sense. My He's right there. realize he almost did it, so let's
1: backpedal a little.
3: And my calling is much bigger than that guy. I don't even like saying his name.
1: So now again have this again if you disagreed with Obama's politics and were out there publicly saying that you didn't even like saying his name that would have been perceived as racial coding as you were racist and this will not be perceived as that and i don't think that it is i'm just it's a it's an examination of how we look at things that are said is all i don't think lebron james is a racist i don't think he hates white people that's not what i'm saying but you would that's what twitter would have been saying if somebody would have said, I don't, I don't even like saying Obama's name, somebody would have said, oh, well, that's, you know, that's coding.
2: It, what, what, a, what a childish take. I mean, honestly, no matter what side you're doing that on, if you're really treating somebody like, oh, I don't even say their name, people who are like, oh, just call him 45, that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so I really, mean,
1: we're all adults here, right? right. Say I the guy's mean, name. I mean, he is the president. Say the guy's about? name. Yeah, I agree.
3: Platform, I will continue to inspire the state of Ohio, not only by what I do on the floor, but also by putting 1,300 kids in the school and
1: spending almost $45 million. That's remarkable. It is. And I've always given him credit for it. I always have. But he did kind of call Ohio voters stupid. And as a guy who constantly takes emails about how I'm a LeBron Homer and how I always look to excuse his behavior... I, I felt like I did uh, d- he did. I mean he's openly judging you for your choice.
2: Um I don't like I said, I think he was uh, I think he was talking about being uneducated when it came to election issues when it came to that's stuff still like going that.
1: to be perceived as people who were educated on the facts and still decided to vote for Donald Trump as offensive. Um, and I- nobody cares about offending them.
2: Right. And I mean, those are the same people who would say that if you're offended, who cares? I
1: agree. There's hypocrisy in it. I'm just telling you that these are a lot of his fan base, much like the NFL. And it's interesting now to see people just openly say, I don't care what happens.
2: Um, And I I think that he did catch himself speaking and going maybe, a maybe saying far. things a little too far and kind of you heard him him, him kind of backing he that up. He got a little
1: candid, realized maybe went a little too far here, let's go back. There was a couple of points in there too where
2: I edited the audio in the sense of I took out some long breaks Breaths, where right. I think that he was trying to come up with a good answer because I mean, he knew he was going to have to talk politics, sure. but that's kind of a complex question that really kind of was there for him so I, I mean, and here's the thing is it's okay if sometimes you f up and like well sometimes like oh, uh, I wish I would have taken,
1: I wouldn't have said that differently like set up the whole audio that way. Said it all. Said I've missed spoke 11 times already this morning.
2: Um, just worth noting, and this isn't Ohio exclusively, this is America, but of the n- 981 U.S. counties with 50,000 or more people in it, um, Clinton surged in the fifty most educated counties, and Trump surged in the fifty least educated counties. That doesn't mean you're an idiot for voting for Donald Trump, but there is something there.
1: We know that it does not mean that you were an idiot if you voted for him. But we know the the lesser educated people in the country did vote for him. We right. th- we do know that. So- we we do know that. But I I mean I know people though, who are beyond educated who voted for him. Like, I'm talking master's degrees and who voted for him. And some of them regret it now, but now some of the other things that they're seeing, they're all doubling down saying, you know what? No, like, dude, I'm happier than ever. Now, I personally would not be, and I did not vote for him. I went the other way. But I got to be honest with you, I talked about it during the entire, like, election season. It wasn't like I was crazy about her. I mean, I was like, I was apprehensive. It was for a while there. It was like, well, uh, there's going to come a time where I'm going to judge myself in this moment of history. And I don't think I want to uh, look back at this and say that I had done this. That's just me. I'm not telling you how to feel about what you did. I'm just telling you how I felt about what I was going to do. And so ultimately, that's the way I came down. But it's interesting. And I'm wondering as we're seeing the NFL like losing ratings and I'm not sure it's all anthem related I'm sure it's definitely part of it will the NBA which is already a league that's not as heavily viewed as the NFL are you going to start to lose viewers over this um
2: they lebron said yesterday he, he's that,
1: not going to protest that his voice is louder I understand that and I think that was a good move
2: so I mean like isn't that I mean if, if you're not if 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 the problem is is you're being disrespectful the, to the flag and the NBA under tutelage of lebron under le, you know leadership of lebron who kind of Sets the tone for the NBA. If they don't disrespect the flag or the military or police or first responders or anything, then what like do you that, really have an issue then with? Right? Then I, what do you have a problem. And,
1: with? and I'm all for that. I'm just saying, dude. You, if you make statements like that, now here's the, the benefit. They haven't started playing yet, and, 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 and they, this could all die down before then. And it's, but it, if you keep down this path, you will risk viewership. And at some point, I wonder when do TV networks step in?
2: It's just it, to me. It's been time and time again. People have said. Um, it, don't protest at work, don't disrespect the troops. Don't protest at work, don't disrespect the troops. Well, if he's
1: doing neither one of those things, what are, what, what? now what's your issue? Now he's just expressing, I, you're in, I don't have an issue. I'm telling you there are people out there who will have that issue, and I don't know what it is, but they are going to have it. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the viewership here. And like I said, I wonder at some point, what do the TV networks do? What, what do we do about this? I don't know. It's just, it's, it was a little interesting. And I don't hate what he said. I think we're missing the bigger point on LeBron James. Everybody wants to argue, is he leaving? Is he staying? Is it this? Is it that? Now, I think he's still a little butthurt about the fact that he campaigned that hard for Hillary and honestly got spanked in his own state. There's a little bit of that in this. Don't fool yourself. It's not all hatred for Donald Trump. It's a little egg on his face, too. I think it's a little bit of both. But I think people want to speculate on what his next move is. Maybe it's president. Does LeBron want that? God,
2: dude, if it's LeBron versus Mike Rowe, your boy's checking out. Your boy's done with it. Like, dude,
1: your that's one of the gone. biggest LeBron fans in the god, world saying that. God, but dude, dude, if it's LeBron, well, they LeBron no. and Rock would be on the same See, side, man. So maybe that's the ticket. God, oh dude, my you, god! You,
2: but you keep throwing around the Rock like he's like he's a liberal. He's not. I mean, he's not like he's not a he's not a dyed-in-the-wool blue Democrat. He's or gonna have like to that. be to win, and he knows if, it. If, if, but 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 earlier in the day, we're talking about well, is this America falling out of love and sports? And does this is this the end of celebrity culture? And now we're talking about goddamn lebron versus mike Rowe, oprah rock dude what are we doing Ted, <laughs> senator rock and, and nugent god and kurt shilling's up there telling us and,
1: and we're we're supposed to end celebrity culture right now dude imagine if we Ugh. have a cabinet full of trading cards god. like you can, you can trade the cabinet members what hasn't that been what everybody's always said is that those positions should be looked at like that
2: god I hope not. I hope not. Let's start. Like, I mean, if I'm, I'm, I'm telling really you thinking like, all right. I think
1: LeBron might like, I thought Jesus. he wanted to be commissioner of the league, to be honest with you, the way he handles and the way he's like about player empowerment and that whole thing. I thought it was commissioner of the league, but the more and more I think about it, that might be too small of a job for LeBron James. Like maybe he's that big where it's like, dude, no, I got to run the free world. LeBron should not be president, should not be president.
2: I love LeBron and I love being liberal, but
1: dude, dude, Jan 20 should not be. January 20, freezing ass cold, Washington, D.C., and J.R. Smith shirtless, bro. Inauguration. I love it. Kendrick Lamar up there singing DNA. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. I have a list of the most Googled sex questions in the history of uh, well, Google, and we'll give you those. But before we do, We're going to pass out these Hall of Fame City Comic-Con tickets. That's uh, this Saturday at the Canton Civic Center. We'll take caller 15 at 1-800-243-7625 on those. And the most Googled sex questions next on Rock 106.9.
0: Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your friend, thanks. The Stansbury Show.
2: Chilling in the studes with Medus.
0: On Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9.
1: And welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 1069. We'll send you to the Factory of Terror at 7.45 this morning. I had to look at the clock twice to make sure it was like we're in the 7 o'clock to do oh, today's yeah. already flying by. For oh me.
2: yeah. 7:30 right now. There you go, buddy.
1: Coming up at 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park. There, you're getting a new Macklemore featuring Kesha, new Bob Seeger, new Lincoln Park, and then I believe locally, is it the Midnight Wolves? And the song is called Hammerhead. Hammerhead, the Midnight Wolves. And I, I will admit, I heard Fantone loading the song into the system this morning, but I was reading an article that we were go- for a subject we were going to discuss on the program. So I wasn't able to really, really digest it, but I heard you say something out loud about it. like He repeated one of the lines in the song, and it has me very eager to listen to that. So the Midnight Wolves will get their uh, premiere on New Tour Tuesday coming up at, to end the program. And also, Brett Michaels tickets, 845. God, go. A lot of stuff to do on the show today. Load it down, baby. A lot of stuff going up. Maybe we should start. I don't think so. So Google, along with Durex, has uh, put out the 10 most Googled sex questions. Okay. Okay. Now, you got to remember, pretty much everybody's on the internet. Yeah. Meaning kids. Yeah. And young kids trying to come into their sexuality, which I gotta tell you, I can't decide if I'm happy or sad that I didn't have like this powerful internet when I was trying to figure sex out at 12 and 13. Uh,
2: I'm gonna say it's probably a good thing. Um, having, I
1: think overall, I'm happier that I grew up in that generation. Y- I
2: you can make arguments of like, well, you would have a, a, a you know, a, a resource to go to when it came to questions about sex or who you were or what you were trying to figure but out. But it's
1: only a resource if you're responsibly searching. And at 12 years old, you're not. No,
2: just be like, oh my God, did she really? Dude, that's amazing. I can't believe you can even put one in there.
1: I just think the anxiety of, of, is my penis big enough would have been even worse had I had online pornography what? at my fingertips at 12. I would have been like, I do game over. Like, what's his name An alien game over, man?
2: You've got you've got that. You've also got, um, you know, the Internet. Don't get me wrong. You know, people delete stuff, but something's always there. So somewhere along the line, you would have been 14, 15 years old and been like, well, dude, yeah, if I put this D pick up. Everything's going to be fine if I send it. All of a sudden you're dealing with a whole nother set of issues. A whole so thing. I would say as, as the digital revolution goes, I'm glad that I came into my sexuality before that.
1: Number 10 was how long does sex last? Okay, so Adam and Eve right. looked into this too, and uh, they say foreplay foreplay lasts about twenty minutes. The actual sex part lasts seven and seven point three minutes, about seven and a half minutes for penetration. Okay, I actually had a woman woman I say that she's a young woman um who hit me up and was like wanted to she just recently split up with her boyfriend and she was like so hey I'm just kind of curious because I've only been with two dudes like Jeez. what's this supposed to look like and I was like yeah dude I'm she was like really she's like I thought like the average was supposed to be 45 minutes and I was like I don't think so I think it depends on if you're counting like from when sex starts. She was counting to
2: penetration.
1: To when, yeah, to, She I, was looking for 45 minutes worth of penetration.
2: That's unrealistic on a regular basis. Maybe every now and then he's got an hour-long romp in him, but that's not going to happen on, on an average. And who's got time for that?
1: So according to Penn State, and they know a lot about sex, uh, a quickie of only one to two minutes is way too short, but they say three to seven minutes is merely adequate. They say seven to 13 minutes is desirable, and 10 to 30 minutes uh, is, is simply too long. So again, you're looking for... Dude, if you can get to about 10 minutes... You're doing things pretty well, though.
2: Yeah, you don't want to go over most times. I mean, like I said, if you're in an all-day sex session, then you go ahead and do it. But like, if it's if it's Tuesday night and you're still on top of her, 25 minutes later, just sweating all over her, she's been done for 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 15 minutes. What
1: do you What are you doing, man? Let's finish this thing up. Yeah, I gotta she's go already to bed. thinking about pilates. Right. right. I, gotta, I gotta go to bed. So the number nine question again. I'll remind you, young people who are on the internet. Is how to insert a male organ into a female organ. We'll skip right over that one because okay. most of the people listening to this pro- program. Should know to that one easy again number eight is how old do you have to be to buy condoms again kids are on the internet most of you are old enough to buy condoms i would hope if you're listening to the program
2: yeah i mean kids are on the internet but there's got to be some adults asking these
1: questions too
2: right i mean adults
1: need to know how old you have to be to buy condoms there's far more adults in the
2: world i'm just surprised that these questions are are even getting here
1: well i guess all right maybe a parent would want to know this though for your children is that there is no age restriction on on buying condoms, right? I mean, like a ten-year-old can go into a store and buy a pack of condoms.
2: I can remember back in the day, like when I bought my first pair of, or like my first box of condoms. Like I can remember the person, I think it was at like a Revco or something, told me no, but I don't think that was a legal thing. I think they just knew that I was like eleven years old and I thought it would be funny. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, okay, yeah. I mean that's. I mean, welcome to being boys. Oh make water balloons out of them. Right, right, blow them up. right. I do. I put one over my head. <laughs> The number seven most Googled sex question was how to measure your penis. And they say, obviously, there's two measurements, uh, once erect and once, you know, when you're flaccid there. Yeah. The average size for a flaccid penis is three and a half inches. Okay. I did not know that. Okay. The average size for an erect penis is five inches. Now, you're constantly hammering this point home. Every time I listen to a piece of Best of, there's, you're constantly driving home the message that dudes need to get over it and that their girlfriends don't realize how big their penis really is.
2: Unless you're on one extreme or the other. Now, dude, if you've got if just a zip flop, oh my God, in there, it's like, yes, your girlfriend's going to know that it's big. And on the, on the other side of that, if you truly do have like a micro penis, like a macro, penis, yeah. Yeah, then you don't even, then yeah, you're in a different world. But anywhere between five and seven, your girlfriend doesn't know the difference. She doesn't, dude. She's not sitting there with a the ruler like, all right. She just knows on whether you like treat her well or not.
1: I would imagine it's more. It's just the state of, yes, I've definitely slept with a guy with a bigger penis than this, or, or but not like, oh um, I, 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 once you get her in mid-range, right, she couldn't right. tell you who was like the, this and there. Just she the knows middle. one guy has been bigger than the other, but can't tell you like which way there. How to get a bigger penis manually was another question people ask Google. They say do nothing because you cannot make your penis bigger unless you get it surgically enhanced. They say, you know, all that stuff people promise you, not going to happen. What is the clap was another question that was asked, and that obviously is gonorrhea. And so, you know, if you're searching for that, you know, yes, you, that's what that is. It's I, kinda I
2: guess that's one of those things where it's just like a confusing question of like, well, which STD is that?
1: Or because everybody uses that? words and yeah. what they mean in this and that. How to get rid of genital warts was another question. And All again, right. they repeat here, do not try to treat your genital warts at home. Human, uh, human
2: papavola, papavola virus right there coming out on people. So, I mean, yeah. And I mean, it's a very common STD. And I'm sure a vast majority of people with it don't want to go to the doctor over it. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, I don't, want to, I don't want to have to deal with this. But the thing is, is like, dude, your doctor has seen worse. I guarantee well, you, guys. And not only
1: that, like, dude, you have no idea how many people have sexually transmitted diseases. We were, we were, I was just telling you the other day, it's like one in four have herpes. And again, that was like one of the next questions is, can you get rid of herpes? And they say, nope, no cure. You're with it forever. And that is true. Now, the number two question was how to make a woman orgasm. And so the response they have here is ask her. Seriously, ask her what's the best way to help her, re- you know, receive an orgasm because every woman is different, yeah. and different things are going to get them off, and that is true. um
2: It's hard to ask that question out of the gate, though. Like me and my girlfriend have had a million conversations about sex, about like, all right, what do you like? What do I like? Blah blah blah. And I think that's improved our sex life dramatically. But that first time out, you just can't be like, hey, what works for you? You know what I'm saying? You want to walk in there with some sort of like, this is a I relationship conversation, right, right? As opposed to a one night stand or that first night.
1: That's why a lot of are hammered for one night stands is because sex Eh, can be sex can right (laughs) sex can absolutely be totally awkward unless you're like on this journey together as like a committed couple the number one uh googled question was where is the g spot they say it's uh for those of you that don't know it's located around two to three uh you know i'm assuming this word was supposed to be inches inside the vagina on the front vaginal wall meaning the side towards the stomach not her butt the patch feels slightly <laughs> thicker, rigid, and spongy. And I felt like that was such an accurate description of that. That is so That is so perfectly worded Hilarious. and probably going to get me fired. The, <laughs> they say here, the best way to find it is with your finger used in a yeah. come-hither motion. Oh, okay. So that's why all those 80s rock videos were doing that. Why do you think Janie Lane was constantly doing that into the camera? It's because he was trying to, you know, give the girl locked in that nice cage where in that bikini in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> he was really thinking about her if you think about it. All right. We do have Factory of Terror tickets and we'll hook you up with those next on Rock 1069. Dan
0: Stansbury, Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit tricks. The Stansbury Show.
2: Chilling in the studes with my dudes.
0: On Rock 106.9.
1: Hey, guys, you guys. seeing right here for North Canton Collision, the folks you call if you've been in a collision, big or small. North Canton Collision is an insurance claims specialist, and they repair every make and every model. And they also have state-of-the-art paint technology. So no matter what type of accident you've been in, they can get your car back in pristine shape. Call my buddies Jeff, Alex, Woody, or Jason for a no-cost estimate at 330 330- 499-5171, or find them online at NorthCantonCollision.com for more information. North Canton Collision, the folks you call if you've been in a collision, big or small.
0: 1069.
1: Welcome back to the Sansbury Show and Rock 1069. We have factory of chair tickets. Momentarily, we'll pass those out. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need on those. Sydney tweeting in says, Never thought Sansbury would get me turned off, turned on, then turned off and on again. What a morning, she says. Well, like every man in America, I would like to know what I did to turn you off, so I can stop doing it. Yeah,
2: what happened there, Sydney?
1: Turn on, turn off, turn on, turn off. Sydney, we want you turned on all the time. That's 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 the goal of the show. We want you hot and bothered. So tell us how to do that. What do you hear? What do you, what do you hear? What this chicken from Plain Township did, dude? Okay. So, we're a boyfriend, right, gets picked up for drunk driving. Christopher okay. Fox. Was speeding down Westmoreland Avenue, and they clocked him going 42 in a 25-mile-per-hour zone. Which, by the way, I remember when the cop pulled me over for mine, he said, Had you not been speeding, I would have never noticed you. As You weren't swerving. You weren't doing all this stuff. You were just going way too fast, and I figured you were distracted on some level. Um, I That's that's why
2: I'm not a speeder under any circumstance. You're not. And I, I, I really do think... You're like a
1: golden girl when I, you drive. I,
2: well, I go speed limit, dude. I'll go five over the speed limit, and that's my that's my line. And honestly, I think it's from being younger and constantly not wanting to be arrested. And I kind of just implanted in myself, like, dude, that's the number one way to get pulled over is by going too fast.
1: Yeah, no, I uh, honestly, I as a guy who's had a bunch of tickets and I've paid more in car insurance and that kind of stuff, now in my life, I try to really not do it because it's cost me so much money. Yeah, I,
2: I'm trying to think. of I don't know if I've ever had... Had a speeding ticket. I don't think
1: I ever have. Wow. I mean, I've gotten tickets for things before, but never like a speeding one. Wow, that's pretty good. In the report, the sergeant said uh, he observed an empty 12 pack of beer in Chris's car, right, in the passenger seat, as well okay. as another 12 pack with a couple of beers missing. Okay. So Fox then Jeez. says, well, yeah, man, I had a couple of beers. And so they did a, a field sobriety test. He failed it. Ultimately, he took a breathalyzer test with a .147 BAC result. That's pretty damn big. That's not a couple of beers.
2: Oh, That's not a .09 and it's like, oh, we're in a gray Area there no that's yeah. that's well over the line
1: 0.08 is the legal limit there he was taken to the Stark county sheriff's office charged with ovi right he asked the authorities to call his girlfriend because he needed a ride right okay. so they call his girlfriend 29 year old brandy with an i nice. ray cohen nice but over the phone she sounds a little drunk right yes, yeah. and so cops are kind of trained in this right they're kind of trained for a you know alcohol observation and so the guy tells her on the phone the cop tells her on the phone if you're drunk do not drive here okay Okay? Okay. So he tells her, do not drive here. Okay. But she then tells the cop, don't worry, I'm all right, I haven't been drinking. Much like the boyfriend, right? She shows up, she smells and reeks like alcohol, had glassy eyes, appeared to have trouble walking into the police department. <sighs> they do a field sobriety test on her. She said she reportedly said she was too drunk and told the sergeant just to take her to jail. After she was arrested, they found two children in her car, ages five and nine. <sighs> So you tell the cop on the phone you're not drunk. Right. Go all the way there. They ask you to do the field sobriety test. You don't even attempt it. You just give in and are taken to jail, and your kids are in the car.
2: Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Anybody's kids could have been on the road at that time, so you're putting other people's lives in danger, but you're putting your kids in your car drunk to go pick up your boyfriend from a DUI. God, that's what terrible. What are you doing? That's terrible. Like,
1: he's already been caught. Fine. Right. That, that's fine. That's just So kiss that 10 grand goodbye. He didn't kill anybody. He didn't hurt himself. So ultimately, you know, everybody ends. That's the best-case scenario if this is going to happen, right? right? So just let it go. But what makes the human being go, I got to go get him?
2: Um, Especially when, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I You're don't know. Not,
1: it's not like, well, maybe I won't run into cops. You're going to the cops. Right.
2: And, and maybe <laughs> maybe this was a, well, we don't have the money to, but it's like, dude, call an Uber or just wait. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, I don't know. That's a terrible, terrible decision. Yeah, well,
1: right I feel there. like Brandy with an eye makes that decision. I feel like that's the dude as, you know, trust me, I've had one of those in my past. I feel like that's one of those decisions that gets made there. Factory of Terror tickets up for grabs now. We'll take caller 20 1 800 243. 7625 on those. And uh, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers have a problem brewing in their locker room. We'll explain next on Rock 1069.
0: Dan Stansbury, Matt Fantone Just kiss your fruit The Stansbury Show.
4: Chilling in the studes with Medus.
0: On Rock 1069. On Canton's Rock Station, Rock 1069.
1: And welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 1069. 845. We have a pair of tickets to check out Brett Michaels. He'll be at the Hard Rock Rock Roxino, December the 29th, so we'll get you hooked up with those. And then coming up at 9 o'clock is New Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Rock Roxino there. And you're getting new Macklemore featuring Kesha, new Bob Seger, which I can't wait to hear, and uh, new Lincoln Park. Interested to hear that new Lincoln Park, too. we uh, were not kind to the last one, Heavy. And I remember, actually, Chester Bennington came out and said, please stop trashing the record. Not to us. But like to, you know, the world over social media and then took his life shortly thereafter. And I had made the statement when it happened. I said, if you don't think people being disappointed with his art didn't weigh into his depression, you're crazy. And people then like attacked me like, you idiot, how insensitive. And I was like, guys, I, I released my art form to the world every single day. Trust me when it's not perceived. Well, you don't love it. You don't like it. You try not to read it all. You try not to let it, you know, let it affect you. But we're human too. And I can only imagine what like real famous deal you know f- famous people deal with, right? I mean, I'm only recognizable, right? And only here. This right. is Linkin Park's worldwide. Do you know That's, what I'm saying? A whole other thing. Everybody's got their opinion. Yeah. So if you don't think that weighed in, you're nuts. Stansberry show worldwide too. Thanks to iHeartRadio. That's true. Listen anywhere. That is true. You for can free. listen everywhere. Download the i uh, the free iHeartRadio app. There. Ding. There's a free one. Boss. There it is. There's don't even worry
2: one. about that. We got it for you.
1: We snuck one in. I think we I think we missed one earlier. Is that right? I think so. One hundred and forty-seven of them, maybe. <laughs> Little inside joke from the boys there. All right, I feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers have a problem going on here. Okay, all right, and uh, I know a lot of you feel like the whole entire NFL has an issue going on because of these, you know, anthem protests. Which, again, before we get into the Steelers thing, people are kind of pointing out that it's like, man, these guys were being booed last night for kneeling before the anthem. So right. I, th- I thought it was about the national anthem, and now you're still booing them when they're doing it before. So it's not about the anthem. You don't like the fact that they're trying to make you aware that there are issues. Is it, that what it is? I, I, I think there's that's pe- a
2: solid argument. I think there's plenty of people out there who feel like the issues that they are trying to raise awareness for do not exist or are not that big of an issue. So
1: one of the ones I have a problem with is this one: multi-millionaires. You want to talk about inequality? Look how much money you have. I, I, I get what you're saying, and there's, I, no, there's no real point in it, because they're not talking about them. They're talking about people who look like them, who aren't multimillionaires or celebrities, and let alone, there are I mean, dude, how many times have we seen a celebrity come out and say, man, this guy didn't realize I was this, and I mean, Danny Glover with the cab, and yeah. like all, I mean, dude, we've had a million instances of this stuff, and so they're using their voice to speak for the people who can't. So don't make it about the multimillionaire and how he's his job's easier than yours and this and that because he's trying to pull up the people from his community behind him. What? Him or her, I understand there there are black female athletes doing this as well. And I mean these people weren't always multi-millionaires. Right. These people weren't always
2: professional athletes in their life. At some point or another, they were not that person. So, I don't know. I mean, they have perspective on it at the very least. So,
1: I don't understand booing them while they're kneeling before the anthem starts. That one I don't get. If you don't like the fact that they're not, you know, standing at attention during the anthem, I guess that that's a legitimate... Thing and although forced patriotism really isn't patriotism,
2: right? I mean, you've got you've got and so you you know what I mean. You got to
1: dial that down. Should
2: we all legally be obligated to stand, sing? Here's what I mean behavior that's like that's what you have to do, or you're going to jail.
1: If I was required to start this broadcast every day with the national anthem, you wouldn't turn it on until it was over. Fair, fair, you wouldn't turn it on. You know how I know there's a radio station in the area that I like. That weekdays at noon, sponsored, is the national anthem, and I have to admit, I turn it off in the car when I hear it. Daniel Tosh made this joke years ago, and people got mad, but I mean, he was joking. He said, "Dude, our anthem sucks. It's not on any of your iPod." No. <laughs> and you know what? He's kind of got a point, right? And so, like, I understand. I like. I don't like people. The whole thing's been landing anti-military for me, and that I'm not wild about because i believe to serve in the military it requires something that i was not born with that's grit that i just don't have i just don't have it right and And so i respect it and so when when something lands like that i'm not wild about it
2: um and i understand why people feel that way but i I also think it's almost a little offensive in the sense of like to make this assumption that all military members feel one way or another just because they're members of the military like yeah you can think that it's insulting but if members of the military don't or if there's if there's nuance in that it just to me it's like it's just not so cut and dry everything's not one way or the other it's not exclusively like the flag only represents the military that's it and i understand that's the best of america or that you know like and that's fine but there's there's more to it than just what you see it as
1: okay i feel like the steelers have an extra special problem going on here and i think it started before this season so they were the team that one of the teams rather that decided to stay in the tunnel during the national anthem on Sunday's game, right? right? And then one of their guys, Alejandro Villanueva, and I hope I'm saying that right. I believe I am. Mm-hmm. Came to the edge of the tunnel, could be seen by the you know the crowd and the camera, and put his hand over his heart, faced the flag, and did what we've all done since honestly the beginning of time, the beginning of my life. For the national anthem, right, right, and as and for, through that, his jersey became the fastest. Like, the best-selling jersey overnight. Right.
2: Like, overnight. It's always worth noting with those best-selling jerseys, anytime somebody does something... Colin Kaepernick had the best-selling jersey when he kneels. So did Michael Sam when he came out as gay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's always one of those things that... The American people are sheep. If you push something to the forefront, people are automatically going to be like, oh, I
1: want that. Those people who agree with it are going to use their dollars to exercise their opinion. That's I mean, yeah, welcome to it, right? So... But now Big Ben has come out and says that he lost sleep that night and regrets not coming out of the tunnel. And he says, yeah, we had the conversation about it, but we were not unified on that decision. We decided to do it because to take ourselves out of it, but that was not an in-unison decision, meaning he wanted to be out there. And here's where I think the Pittsburgh Steelers have a huge problem and why it's an upside for the Cleveland Browns. There has been tension building between Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin For a while now He called out Mike Tomlin three different times last year In the media and people basically Like glanced over it like it was no big deal And this yesterday Is another calling out his Coach's decision And it's a quarterback doing it I'm telling you there is discord in the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room right now They struggled with us to open the season They lost to the Chicago Bears on Sunday After all this Mike Tomlin is losing that locker room Um Hot
2: take. <laughs> Worth noting um, that Alejandro Vill- Villanuevo, um, a former Marine, correct, that served two tours in Afghanistan, is, is, is part of his story. Um, and worth noting as well that even though he stood and you know had hand over his heart, was as respectful as could possibly be. Um, he supports people who are taking that yeah. knee. So like it's it's very much. I know he became the champion of like no, you stand and you you respect it. But he respects other people's decisions.
1: Well, I think a lot of people who, who want the NFL players to stand would say that. Like you know what? Like I I, I would prefer like me, right? I respect. Their, their right to do what they're doing, and I and I admit that th- the challenges that they say are in this country are there, but I would prefer people to stand during the National Anthem. Now, I do think it's weird that sports is like the one place where we make people do this before they start their workday. It is. Strange. And people who point this out are 100% right. If the NFL didn't get a $10 million check from the military, this would not be going on right now. Truth. And truth. that's the truth. This is a money making thing, dude. The players used to be in in the locker room when the anthem was played. They brought them out. The military paid to have the guys come out.
2: Yeah, it used to be on the prerogative of the team whether right. you wanted to come out or not. And, and dude, honestly. I don't understand why it just can't be that. On the prerogative of the individual, if you want to if you want to go out there and stand, do it.
1: I dude, I 100%. Well, it I understand why the NFL being a television product, some guys standing, some guys kneeling, some guys this, some guys that. It, it's But that's already a, happening. I know,
2: but it's a ba- it is a bad visual. It just I, it, it, it's just like it's just like John Q Public to me. The NFL has decided we will allow our our employees voice their opinion in this stance so like just like if I'm in the NFL stadium and if I'm sitting there watching Browns versus Steelers and I decide hey I'm sitting through this national anthem Nobody's nobody's gonna come you can't kick me out. You can't you, well, can't, you can't kick them out, you no. You can't kick me out, you can't arrest me, you can't punch me. It's not like I'm booing during the national anthem. If somebody was truly like disrupting the national anthem, you'd have a completely different conversation. But somebody, whether you wanna stay in the back, whether you wanna st- kneel in the front, or whether you wanna stand there and sing along at the top of your lungs. God bless you, dude. This is America where we're allowed to make our own
1: decisions on things like this. Elaine's telling me Alejandro Villanueva was an Army Ranger. I did Army say, Ranger. Yeah, I did. Say, oh, I wh- think I said Marine. I'm oh, sorry. okay, okay, okay. I, I just I was gonna say I thought we had said he served in the military. We should have said just badass. Like we should have said the dude's a badass. He was in, actually he was in one of those military commercials for the NFL. Like mm-hmm. they showed him and his whole family and stuff. And like guys, the, the reason why the, the, the military paid the NFL for this is because of low. Enrollment rate into their into the four branches of the military,
2: right? Because seventeen through twenty two year olds watch a bunch of football, and it's like, right. well, if we can use we can get these kids in, and we can, you know, they're sitting there watching on their dad's knee. Ten years, ten years later, you know, they're going to be like, all right, I do love the military, I do want to be a part of this, and that's fine. I one hundred percent support the military advertising. Yes, of course you should do that. There's nothing wrong with
1: that. He, uh, all right, yeah, you must have said he was a marine because people, sorry. people I'm are sorry. a little angry with you. I, I, again, again, what did we say about speaking earlier with LeBron James? Welcome to having a microphone. It's Going to happen, and, and there was no disrespect there. Right. Like,
2: oh, you know what? army rangers suck because I said he's a Marine. No, my bad. Wow. Apologies.
1: Apologies. I just to me, this is another way Big Ben is calling out his head coach, Mike Tomlin. These two do not get along. It's been bubbling for a while, and it's going to have issues. And this is why I've been begging the Cleveland Browns to get their goddamn act together. Your it's entire not... conference around you is falling apart, like Baltimore got embarrassed in London. Cincinnati couldn't hold the. Could, I mean, dude, they were up 21 to nothing on the Green Bay Packers. Couldn't hold them off.
2: Their act is not getting together. It's
1: not even close. Pittsburgh <laughs> loses to the Bears, and we're still, dude, all of that mess, all of it, and we're still the laughing stock of the division. I'm begging you. No, 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 come on, Dustin's gonna kill me. Come on, dude, don't. He don't. already gave up
2: when Dustin, our diehard Brown supporter, has already given up on the season, dude. You know things are bad.
1: You know they're bad. At D Coon 1980. You can tell you can tell him it's <laughs> over. But please don't. I'm worried, dude, if he commits suicide, I will own that. I'm gonna have to own that. I can't have that on him. All right, there's another fake rage issue going around right now on social media, and this time it's all surrounding Maslin. We'll tell you what we're talking about next on Rock
0: 1069. Please relax. This will be painless. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9.
1: Hey guys, you got Stansberry here for the Wacom Auto Family. I purchased a pre-owned Honda Accord from Wakeham under seven months ago, and I absolutely love my purchase. And Wakeham was able to find me exactly what I was looking for because Wakeham is Stark County's largest pre-owned dealership. So if you're shopping around for a pre-owned car, there's really no better place to do it. As a matter of fact, you can start checking through their massive pre-owned inventory at their website, which is Wacom.com. That's W-A-I-K-E-M.com. Over five hundred different pre-owned vehicles for you to choose from at Wakeham.com. You can also swing by in person up at the Wakeham Automile. Mile. It's not. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We'll send you to see Brett Michaels at 845 this morning. He's going to be in, uh, well, he'll be at the Hard Rock, December the 29th, and so
2: will you. And he's going to be in leather pants up there, shaking, shimmy, and doing the damn thing, driving the cougars
0: wild.
1: Well, it'll either be leather pants or jeans with the holes pre-cut from the store, like okay. ready to go. Okay, But there will be a bandana because he's bald and hates it. Mm-hmm. He will have a bandana and he'll have a BFB shirt on. Brett Michaels bad. He always wears. Hey, dude, he always wears the shirt of the band he's in. I'm like I said yesterday,
2: man, I'm not going to hate on that. The guy's trying to push weight right now. The guy's trying to make a living. He's trying oh, to push weight right now. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> bro, pushing, bro. Weight, pushing weight, pushing the weight. Jeez. Brett Michaels. I, uh, dude, I'm telling you right now, future Mrs. Stansberry could be there, dude. Cougar Central. I told you yesterday,
1: I want a cub. <laughs> You know, the truth is, the sad thing is, I don't know what the hell I want. No,
2: doesn't even have an idea.
1: I wish oh, I could course. just find somebody who's like on my maturity level, but also had the body of a 24-year-old. Oh, good bro. luck. Good luck, bro. Dude, you get me. Good, good luck, bro. You get me. You know, my buddy used to... Nah, women are going to get mad. Yeah, you know what? my <laughs> buddy, Dude, my buddy used to say all the time, dude, if you love a woman, there's nothing, dude, there's nothing that 20 grand can't fix. There you go, dude. Honestly. But the problem is, is I'm going to need 35 grand myself <laughs> to work on me. So she'll want to stay after she gets all the work done. So, you know what I mean? That's too much money. I don't know if I can do that. My boss sent me a text message yesterday that I knew that was going to make a lot of you mad. Okay. And sure enough, I've searched and I looked for some comments. And, you know, you guys are mad about this. And it's got nothing to do with me or the show or Fantone, which makes me happy. Okay, right? yeah, it's like, when, when you guys are all, in the right direction. Yeah, man. when you guys are all angry about something that doesn't have anything to do with me, I'm like, all right, well, oof. you know oh, okay. what I mean? I'll just kind of weigh in, figure it out, this and that. But it's not like the program you're mad about. But apparently there's a lot of you that are super angry over uh, Massillon City Schools deciding that due to uh, some excessive heat that was being forecasted, I got this yesterday, for today, the 26th, That like nine of the schools are just going to like, you know what, we don't have air conditioning, so you know what, it's abnormally uh, hot. So we're not going to have school. And I know what happens here, right? This is the same thing with snow days. Sissies, we had to walk, you know, (laughs) like that kind of thing. And my school didn't have air conditioning. We went. And I guess there is an argument there. and. There's also an argument for, dude, it's abnormally hot in September. And like, dude, it's like 90 some degrees in there, but it's like, what are you going to do in August if you don't have air conditioning? It's always hot in August. I will agree, it's abnormally hot for September right now, maybe. But it's always pretty hot, in August, or you know what I mean. And you go back at the end of August, so
2: yeah. Schools make the decision to uh, that's it, weird to me take summer breaks off. Or I think a big part of the reason why schools still take tough summer breaks off because it's really expensive to air condition in like buildings that size. So it does make me scratch my head of like, well, why do you start in August? Like, why are you starting August twentieth when it's still going to be hot?
1: Now, granted, why don't we have air conditioning? <laughs> is this is the bigger why, why don't we have that? Well,
2: I mean, dude, you, how'd
1: you vote on that? A school levy. Well, uh, you, you know, know me, I'm always on people about that. I'm always on, uh, dude, as a guy who doesn't have kids, doesn't not plan on having kids, I believe in school levies, dude, because, dude, well, the children, they're our future. oh there you go. And, dude, Whitney knew, a crackhead knew yeah, that. Yeah, she did know a that. A crackhead knew that the kids were our future. So, like, people get always get so mad about this. And I don't. I don't understand. Like I don't get it. Like, dude, nobody. You realize there's no way to go back to your childhood and get those days back, right? And be able right. to play outside. Somebody's
2: gonna retroactively be like, "All right, you know what? You can take the day off work because we screwed you out of that hot day." And
1: now you hear this one a lot too. Well, my my work doesn't have air conditioning. My boss ain't sending me <laughs> early. So, dude, did you not think there were different standards for adults and children in this country?
2: Yeah, I mean that's 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 a very valid point. And
1: why I'm bringing this up is because I'm one of these guys. Like, I have this in me. My initial reaction, and this one I'm always warning people about your initial reaction and why you got to be careful with Twitter and Facebook. I tell people all the time, if you get mad about something, take 20 minutes. And if you still want to type it, then you probably feel that way. Yeah. But my initial reaction when I hear this story is, Sissification OF A- Dude, I am. I'm totally one of those, dude. I hate the sissification OF AMERICA. But then when I realize, well, dude, we do kind of have to teach people not to leave kids in hot cars every damn year. Every year, we got to teach some idiot this. I, I,
2: multiple times. It's not like it's just like, <laughs> right. okay, this happened once, oh, yeah, we're that, done right. with Yeah, it that's right. Year. We
1: forgot about this one,
0: right. and then we're done. Right. It's, no, there's
2: like
1: 30 of
0: them a Dogs, year. Dogs,
2: kids, babies, whatever. Um, our boss sent this to us yesterday, and he even put in the Sissification of America to like push Sandsbury oh, in yeah. that direction. I know he did. Um, and... Like listen, I understand that there's probably some validity to that concept of like America are we coddling our children too much? I get that. I buy into that. I really do. But I don't know if this is necessarily the best example of it. I mean, if we're looking at this from a logical perspective of like what's the you know, what's the gain and what's the loss here? You put a bunch of Second graders, third graders in an unair-conditioned room that's ninety plus degrees. I mean, if how- one kid dies, well, and not even, But like, how much is really gonna get done in that day? Is that going to be a productive day at
1: school, or would it make more sense to tag that day on at the uh, end of the year? That's a solid argument. But if you start going down that path, I could point out where a group of second graders in any given scenario that you're going to lose traction in that room.
2: Sure, but it, but it, it, this this is adding to that. This is this is what's what's you know amplifying that where it's like yes, on any given day. Of course, second graders are looking out the window, being bad, doing a million different things, singing about Christmas, all, all, all of that. But you throw in like stifling heat with air that's not moving. And I just don't What what's, what's better for the school district. What's better for the finances? What's better for the students?
1: I would say to put that school day or that, that, that day on somewhere else. I'll tell you what the best thing is. Put air conditioners and heat in the building and you run school all year round.
2: Oh dude, I'm 100% school year round. I am 100% school year round. It's ridiculous that we that we still live on that. Well, the kids have to go out there and help the farm the the, har, the harvest.
1: Well, there's no kids that are farmers anymore. No, what are you, we talking about? You have to educate my kids enough to where they can spell harvest.
2: Um and <laughs> you, that's what I need now. You look at children who, you know, who spend year round schooling in different countries, they don't lose information like our kids do the first month of school. All it is, is like, Hey, remember the third grade? Hey, remember how to write cursive? Hey, remember how to do multiplication? And then by the time you get into it, it's like, dude, you wasted all that time. Our kids should totally have to go to school year round.
1: Totally. Yeah. My sister-in-law who is, um, you know, a, a, a nation leader in education, actually, I'm um, she's currently, you know, always ranked in the, in the country she claims that year-round school is probably the better way to go um you uh she actually did it in California she was a teacher in California when they had year-round school and she said honestly you could see the benefits miles away
2: kids kids only go to school 180 days out of the year I don't think there should be any extra days I'm just saying spread those day out those days out across the year you should still get a summer break take the whole month of July off you Isn't know what Japan I mean? at like 240 I don't know what the number is but it, I think th- Japan's at 240. Take, take the month of July off or take the month of, of of August off so you don't have to heat that or you don't have to air condition during those hot ass months. Well, that's like, what they
1: do. I think it's like every 90 days you get like a week or something like that. Or it's something like that where it's like you go, 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 go. Then it's short breaks and back. And then you do. Like Fantone was bringing up, you retain the information a lot better.
2: These kids, uh, no, they're, they're not sitting in a 95 degree room. Well, dude, when you were a kid, your doctor was smoking as he was pulling you out of your mother. Do you want that still to be the, 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 the situation here? No, of course you don't.
1: I miss cigarettes. <laughs> You can say whatever you want, bro. And the
2: maternity ward, though, dude, fine. You miss Marlboro Menthol Lights because it's a minty, delicious, satisfying treat. I understand that, bro. But, like, you can't just start cheaping out Pall malls in the ER, dude. I'm not going to be okay with 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 walking into Altman and then got Black and Miles fired up,
1: bro. They have that at Altman. <laughs> have you not been there? There's a Black and Mild vending machine in there. I've seen what's hanging out on the outside of that building. I live right there. I drive by it all the time. Plenty of Black and Milds being peddled in Altman. We have Brett Michaels tickets to pedal to you. We'll do yeah. that next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We have Brett Michaels tickets. Momentarily, we'll pass those out. 1-800-243-7625 on those. And then coming up at 9 o'clock, is New Tour Tuesday. You're getting new Macklemore. He's got Kesha on that and Man. then uh New Bob Seger, New Linkin Park and then locally the Midnight Wolves. That's that's right around the corner, buddy. Like yeah. that's
2: that's the next one out. It's New Turn Tuesday. Yeah, this Good day god. flew by. Yeah, this day did fly by. Jeez.
1: I knew it was going to though. Yeah. Like yesterday when I realized yesterday I was like, "Oh my god, it's Cavs media day." Yeah. The entire world is furious about what's going on with the NFL one way or the other. Right. I was like, so that's going to be a big part of what we do. Massillon canceled school because of the heat. I was like, Jesus. I got, dude, I just got, dude, I got white boy, and dude, I got white man anger all up and down the rundown. This is great. Yeah, that's, that's what they want to hear, dude. <laughs> this is great. It's, I started the show out this morning. If you missed it, you could be able to podcast it, but I'll, you know, I'll summarize right now where I was like, you know what? Phantom floated the question yesterday. Could we maybe be seeing the end of the NFL? And initially your first thought when you hear a question, I think like, that is no way right too powerful too big to fail maybe right but i got to be honest with you as a guy who gets paid to to give commentary on social you know happenings in the world would not be the worst thing in the world for me to have that happen
2: um i would say that this will somehow or another kind of restructure the balance of power when it comes to the professional sports but it's not like the NBA, who's second place behind the NFL, isn't going to get the the benefit of the doubt when it comes to these issues. Um, MLB might see a spike here. I mean, I could see that being the thing. Is that like while well, I'm pissed, I'm pissed at these. You know, NASCAR's
0: going to be huge.
2: I wonder. I mean, NASCAR's been in a ratings free fall for years for a now, while now. And yeah. I, I wonder about five if years. I wonder if that's going to be the spike. I wonder if WWE's going to see it. I wonder where the NASCAR is. Be, I don't know.
1: Is people are going to want to run a NASCAR because they said, hey, look, we're not doing. We're we're not going to be part of this, and so people are going to run to it, and then you're going to run to it and realize why you weren't watching it in the first place, because you're not a fan of it. And so I I don't think you are a fan of football, right? And now I know a lot of people watch NASCAR. I'm not saying nobody does. I'm just saying uh, the people who don't watch it are not going to stick with it because of this. Does this translate into um, higher ratings for NCAA games? Maybe. The football games, yeah, right. How does college football not get a spike here?
2: I, you've got people who are furious about this, people on one side or the other, and 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 you know whether it's whether it's all because of this protest or uh, other things. You you start to factor all those things in there, and I do think that college football, which is absolutely ridiculous to me, it really is. But it, it, if if as
1: long as it's not disrespecting the troops, I don't even you're know fine. what what does college do with the national anthem? Like I don't I even don't know.
2: know. I would assume the home band plays it. And- And that's it i mean it never seems like there's much pomp and circumstance to it it's not like they have like you know
1: kesha singing it ever it seems like i just i'm one of these people i turn things on late right like you know what i mean like i want i for some reason like i like a little bit of the pregame show right and then like a half hour before game time i'm away from everything because now i've seen the pregame show and they're all they're going to do is rehash the same four things they already did so i kind of know that right and I, uh, and then I don't necessarily want to hear a lot of that kind of stuff. So I'm like, all right. And then I kind of go away for a while and I'm like, oh yeah, it's 115. The game started at one and I turn it on.
2: That's what I normally do. I wonder what the NCAA's rules are. I would assume they have stricter rules in place because I mean, that's the NCAA. Um, but I, I would- oh, and
1: you're, I mean, you're on scholarship for the university. You're going to do what the university wants you to do. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, you don't have
2: very many other options there, but I mean, at some point this, this movement is going to translate its way. It's going to find its way into a college football. Game and I wonder what the reactions. Oh, be there, that there
1: are going to be, and I think it already has. I probably did last year at somewhere. I would imagine somebody, some college, somewhere. But what's going to happen is, and this is just a guess, is that you will start to see athletes who know that their first-round picks right. are going to start doing it because right. they you know. know? Do you, you, do? You, can, you can miss bowl games now and still go top five. Like you can. This stuff is not – if you can play – dude, Joe Mixon got drafted. If you can play, you can play. Yeah,
2: if I'm a one and done at yeah. Kentucky, what am I – dude, who cares? What do I what care? Are you gonna do? I'm not going to class anyway. I don't what, even want do to
1: be me? here. What are you, you do to me? You all know I don't want to be here. I'm yeah. doing this only because I legally have to do it. So yeah, I think you will see certifiable stars maybe start to step up and do this, and uh, and and, you know before the drafts and stuff, and they're still going to get picked because if you can play, you can play. Yeah, I mean, yes, of course they will, and probably rightfully so. There, Von Miller, the latest athlete to receive a negative reaction due to his uh, kneeling on Sunday, though there's a uh, there's a car dealer in Denver um, who is not going to renew his contract. Now they say, hey, look here, it's important to point out we're not firing Von Miller. But we are in a contract negotiation with him about re-signing him, and we're going to choose not to re-sign him. Okay. So you're firing Von Miller. So
2: this is one of those, like, you know, we're the official car dealership of Cleveland's quarterback, where they're never really
1: saying, but, okay, so Von Miller's in the commercial. Von Miller's in the commercial, probably wearing the same colors, but not an official jersey. You know how that kind of stuff has to work with advertising and the like, and so they're not going to do it. Now... I don't, as a matter of fact, as a guy who does a car endorsement, I've always been curious what car dealers p- pay athletes. Cause I, I know that like now, like one of our pitchers has got, is in yeah. one. And he's just looking over his mitt, and he never says a word. And that guy, I know, is getting paid a ton of money for that commercial.
2: I mean, they wouldn't do it otherwise. Corey Kluber, right. Andrew Miller, they're not doing those commercials because,
1: like, you and I, it's like, dude, we need money. Like, right. bro,
2: your boy needs some cash. Those dudes don't need it, so they're being rewarded handsomely for that, obviously. Yeah,
1: um, but but it's also not going to be enough money to make Von Miller not change. Like, this is, this, this is one of those moments where people are going to realize, like, dude, these guys make so much money. Yeah, that he's not going to miss the local endorsement money.
2: It's going to be e- far easier for him to stand by his his statements because you he know has, who's
1: not going to let him go now is Old Spice because they can't because there's enough people who will then be pissed at Old Spice because what do you mean you're going to fire him for this? It's easier to stand by your morals when you're rich it is I'm sorry right. <laughs> like
2: you have a buffer zone there where like you said if you're a kid on on, on academic scholar or on, on athletic scholarship you're doing and, what the university wants right because you if I if I, if I rock the boat I'm getting knocked off the boat exactly. so it's gonna be really quick but here's the thing dude that's fine that's perfectly acceptable for this car dealership to say hey we're moving I on from you i don't i don't, I don't understand i like, run that
1: risk every right? single day that's great that's that's how it works every i endorse multiple businesses here in canton ohio and if you don't think i think about those guys when i'm putting the rundown of this show together you're insane it's my responsibility to think about them a little bit now i think about you more I think about the consumer more because ultimately that's what the advertisers want. Bring me the ears, bring me the eyeballs, and we can kind of tolerate content. Most people who under who decide to put money somewhere kind of know what they're getting into beforehand, right? Freedom of speech
2: isn't freedom of consequence from no, that speech. it's and not at is, all. That's one of the consequences. And right. If Von Miller decided, you know what? It's worth more to me to take this knee than it is to have this car dealership, good for him, good for the car dealership, good for America. That's how it works.
1: NCAA football, band plays the national anthem before the team comes out, band plays, makes tunnel, team runs through. That's right. Okay, I, I so don't the guys aren't even out there That's for That's been it. part of the tradition the entire time. I can't believe I couldn't remember that, especially now, given you know everybody's all hot and bothered about this whole subject. Very interesting times uh, you know, that are going on with all this stuff. I can't, honestly, I can't wait for Thursday night to see what goes down. I mean, as a guy who was just saying, you know, maybe the NFL going away would not be the worst thing for me, but like... I gotta admit, man, the NFL supplies good storylines. Like, they just do. They, there's always drama going on. They're good at it, man. Brett Michaels is gonna be playing December 29th at the Hard Rock Roxino in Northfield Park. We'll send you to see him. We'll take caller 30 right now at 1-800-243-7625 on those. And then we will start New Tur Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. That will happen next on Rock 106.9.
0: Dan Stansberry. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your friend, picks. The Stansberry Show.
2: Chilling in the studes with Medus.
0: On ROCK 106.9.
1: Hey guys, you got Sandsbury here. When talking firearms, you know what you want? Knowledge, safety, training. And that's the mantra over at Great American Shooting Sports, North Canton's newest and best indoor firing range. Great American Shooting Sports has an amazing rental section. You can actually rent a Century Arms AK-47 for just $20. They also have a Smith & Wesson AR-15 that you can rent for 20 bucks. Great American Shooting Sports is North Canton's newest and best indoor firing range. me just by looking at him. I find like his look to be annoying. And I felt like his songs were overrated, but I have traditionally, surprised been a Kesha fan. Uh, and I'm interested to hear their new song together. This is Good Old Days. No, it's weird. You don't think about her being a singer. No, no, you really don't. You don't think about her vocal ability as her songs. Like, she's more like a club, like, type, uh, you know, song maker. But I
2: think after everything that's happened with her recently, I think she's kind of like pivoted on, on the music that she's making. Her single that she had out, I don't know, maybe it was under a month ago, was kind of a little bit more like this. I was going
1: to say it's probably going to be less about drugs and, like, you know, uh, wild sex after, you know, the allegations that she was like, sexually assaulted in the studio.
4: Now, these reckless nights you regret. Change. You the magic of these good old days.
5: I was thinking about the band I was thinking about the fans We were underground Loading merch in that 12-passenger van In a small club of Minnesota, in Minnesota and the snow outside of First half. I just wanted my name and a star Now look at where we at Still growing up Still growing up I would lay in my bed and dream about what I'd be and i was still
4: young I wish somebody would have told me then that someday these are be the good old days all the love you won't forget and all these reckless nights you do in regret would
1: not have known that was her had i not been told
4: cuz someday soon your hollows gonna change you'll miss the magic of the good old days i had been
2: I wonder how many artists have that issue of like God, dude, I can really sing. You just won't let me because you want me to write, you know, these songs. You want me to be like the party whore.
1: And by you, she might mean the audience or the label. A little like, bit of both. You, yeah, a little I mean, bit of yeah. both because that's that is what people wanted out of her.
2: But but how many times do artists decide? You know what? I really can sing, and I'm going to make an artist album. And then we're like, oh uh, my god, bitch, put it
1: back in the tube. <laughs> yeah, get it out of there. Yeah, but she's not the worst singer.
5: He's got a little Wish power I didn't there. Up the to ask her. Wish I He's even the
1: less annoying in this than I thought he was going to be.
2: Yeah, he um he was a real bad addict, I guess to start his career off. Like he was really really on drugs, so it sounds like a lot of that is kind of getting exercised
5: in this
1: oh. song. The yeah, I could see
5: that. I,
1: I mean, yeah, imagine some of the stages that guy had to go on early on in his career oh, when dude. he was trying. I mean, dude, people did not. I mean, Eminem was a thing, but like, people weren't thinking there was like five, six, seven more of those guys coming behind that.
2: No. And, you know, I, I think white rappers often get pigeonholed into stuff, but like, that's the life that you're going to have to live. So you're right, right dude, being an up and coming dude like that. I'm
1: sure he was getting drunk before going out on some of those stages. I would have too. Just to take some of the edge
5: off I think
2: he's got a cool voice Like he's not always like the best lyrical Rapper but I just feel like his voice Sounds cool. He's not the worst With that you're right
4: I would
1: say that's His the benefit to him Yeah Very MC Ren like that. Okay. Magic. Sounds great, okay. not the best rapper, but not the best lyricist, but but sounds great doing it. 910 on Tuesday, September 26th, the
2: first time anybody in the history of anything compared <laughs> MC Wren to Macklemore. I like it, buddy.
1: I dude I was just telling you That's who MC Ren wants for me.
4: You'll miss
1: the magic of the good old never thought we get
5: old. never thought you'd get, <laughs> get, get, get equated to Ren either think it was better than it was maybe these are the moments maybe i've been missing with us about Been scared of the future thinking about the past while missing out on now we've come so far i guess i'm fried
1: you know what it is about his voice is that you can't tell is that a white rapper or is it like a non and i hate to use this term because i feel like it's incendiary gangster rapper but more like a chance the rapper type guy you know what i okay, mean okay okay like are well, you a backpack rapper or well, a little f- f- kid. or <laughs> is he an articulate rapper
5: scared the future thinking about the past while missing out on now we've come so far
1: i call them backpack rappers. those like socially conscious ones they're pretty good
5: seen some things, but I'm here now Those good old oh,
4: oh, You don't know oh, oh, What you got oh, oh, Till it goes
1: Macklemore and Kesha Good old days oh, You don't know oh, oh, They kind of need one another like they both kind of like fell out of like celebrity pretty fast. Like, dude, he was all the rage. And Huge. Pe- and people thought he was going to be like the thing for the next 10 years. And then all of a sudden, I remember it was like six months ago, fans outside on the air, is like, where's Macklemore at?
2: And uh, I think a big part of it was is after a, a, su- a success like that, and that was he, he, the dude had that the world. It was a three-year run. Right, yeah. where he was just on top of the world. It's probably hard to take that sophomore swing, you know? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, it wasn't his first album, but it's probably hard in the light of everything else. It was else, for right?
1: most people, right?
4: Till it's gone wish somebody would have told me
1: There's Macklemore and Kesha, good old days Phantom, Don't give me the vote, there, buddy.
0: Eh, it's half a third.
2: Um, that's not a hit song. I I don't think it did enough to really like put either one of those guys back up onto the radio. It's a little boring. It's a little bit like. It's not a ballad, but it's not a banger either. So it's just kind of sitting in the middle there. Um, but I liked it. I like Macklemore. I like Kesha. And eventually that's going to work its way onto, you know, I wouldn't say like my playlist, but sometime I'll be driving with my girlfriend in the car and
1: it'll be like, all right, turn that up. That's okay. So I'm going to say after. I'm gonna vote the same exact way. I vote half a turd. Eh, it's
0: mm. half a turd.
1: I feel like it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. And I and honestly, as I as I Macklemore hater, yeah, I you was wanted like, to hate it. I, I wanted I wanted to hate it. I did, but honestly, it was just like it was just okay. So I'm not gonna trash it. But I didn't think it was a. I don't think it's a hit record either. We have brand new Bob Seger, bust of oh! F- bust load of faith. Next on Rock 106.9.
0: Dan Stansbury, Matt Fantone. Just kiss your for it, The Stansbury Show.
2: Chilling in the studes with my dudes.
0: On Rock 106.9.
1: Hey guys, you got Sansbury here for the Wakeham Auto Family. I purchased a pre-owned Honda Accord from Wakeham under seven months ago, and I absolutely love my purchase. And Wakeham was able to find me exactly what I was looking for because Wakeham is Stark County's largest pre-owned dealership. So if you're shopping around for a pre-owned car, there's really no better place to do it. As a matter of fact, you can start checking through their massive pre-owned inventory at their website, which is wakeham.com. That's W-A-I-K-E-M.com. Over 500 different. percent overall. So as we were hearing, ratings for Sunday were down once you add in the Monday night game as well, which they always do that that the week-to-week, year-to-year was actually up 3%. Well,
2: yeah, Thursday and Monday night games count to 100%. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you, you gotta yes. weigh that in. Um, I, 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 I think it's interesting to, to note, too, that like, yes, that the ratings are going to be affected by these protests on both sides because you got people on the left who are saying mm-hmm. we're protesting until Kaepernick gets the jacket. People on the right saying we're protesting until everyone stands. Um, there's also a little bit of, like, dude, that Sunday night game sucked, right? When it was Redskins versus Raiders, and it was a blowout, and like when you're getting into like the boring-ass NFL well, week one, week two, week. You're going to turn games. it off, right?
1: What am I sitting right here
2: watching <laughs> right. this for? It's fair point. It doesn't matter. So I think there's a lot of different things that go into ratings other than just how you feel about a flag. Oh play, yeah, you know? for
1: sure. As a guy whose life relies on ratings, it's also a very small microcosm of the people who are actually consuming the product. Like any good person who's in this business will tell you, like the fact that our the, the fact that my livelihood hangs in the balance of that is honestly it's ridiculous for how it's you know I'm not allowed to really. Talk no. to you about how they're collected at all? No. I'm not, but it, but it, it's just kind of made up numbers. I you can't live and oh, die by know, it. Maybe, it's a good indicator. Know. It's it's definitely got to be part of the conversation, but you cannot live and die by. that is already
2: ready to tell that to our boss. Ah, hey, guys, ratings in the crapper. No, this time, I'm t- <laughs> dude, this
1: is a, that's coming from a guy who's been number one for almost four years straight here at Rock 106.9. Like, dude, we've never not done well here, but they are kind of what they are. It's not like written in stone. Right, right. You know what I mean? We'll continue with New tour Tuesday. Now we have the new Bob Seger track, Busload of Faith. Oh no, do I like it?
2: I was going to say, it already feels like a Seger-like winner here. Do I already like it?
1: Got that drive to it. Yeah. Get it in
2: a Ford commercial.
1: Dude, just get me on a Harley. Or a Ford that I can get at Wakeham Ford. There it is. I like it.
2: Years, you gotta be really old by this time. Oh, 70
1: something? 75? I mean, he was an old man when I was a kid. I mean, he wrote Like a Rock when I was a kid. You know what I mean? And that song was about being old. You can't depend on your family. You
3: can't depend on your friends. Still sounds good. You can't depend on a beginning. You can't depend on
0: an end. You can't depend on intelligence. Yeah, you, can. you can't depend
5: on the sky Probably not You can only depend on one thing, honey You need a busload, to up, up. a busload of faith to get by A busload of faith to
0: get by A busload of faith to get by A busload of faith to get
1: by Keep repeating the same sentence to get by? To get by. <laughs> Keep repeating the same sentence to get by? Got it.
3: It can't depend on goodly hearted.
1: All right, for 2017 Bob Seeger, I thought it was going to be like abysmal bad. Like, please turn it off bad. And so far, it's not that.
2: It's not abysmal, but at the same time, it's the repeating of one sentence seven times. And let me guess, you think you can get by with this, but you can't. <laughs> like, nope,
1: nope, nope. Here's like, what you right. need to get by. It
3: can't depend on goodly hearted. goodly hearted What? Can't
1: depend on your
4: drinking. You can't depend
1: on no dope. I'm pretty sure he said lampshades and soap, and then you can't depend <laughs> on your drinking, can't depend on your dope. What do my lampshades have to do? I hope I heard that wrong. Can't
0: depend on no dope. You can't depend on the president unless there's real estate that you won't buy.
2: Can't depend on a lot of things. You up a of faith to get out. Now, do you think that, did you read that as a Trump dig? Or do you read that as, like, you can't depend on the president no matter who the president is? I don't is? know.
1: Dude, old white dude from Michigan? Uh, yeah. I, I feel like he's probably conservative. I don't know what his politics are.
2: Um, And I just think that's, you know, the concept of, like, oh, I can never trust any politician. Once upon a time, that was a very acceptable thing to say. And, like, you know, well, yeah. That's how we got the president we have is people were like, dude, career politicians are bad. But now it's like you say that, like, you can't depend on the president. And automatically I read that as, like, oh, screw Trump.
1: It's, it just goes to show you the times you're living right. in. Yeah.
6: Yeah. All right.
1: As a guy who would go see Seeger tonight, like if he was playing somewhere tonight and it was close, I would totally go. I love him. I'm all in on Seeger. Like normally I'd be like, well, this is when you swing by the merch tent or. Probably go grab a beer during this one, and I probably still would, but it wouldn't be like, oh my God, I hate the fact that he's playing stuff off his new album.
2: You're still standing in the bathroom line here, but you're nodding your head along. To yeah, i like, you're okay,
0: not. all right, not the
1: worst. Please don't start Main Street till I get back to my seat, dude. Yeah, for sure. Hey! Somebody asked me once what my favorite Seeger song is, and I can't even do it. I just, dude, and now here's the thing. I hate some of it. Is it like old time rock and yeah. roll? I hate that song.
2: Dude can still play. I mean, musically, this is very well
1: put together. Like, I, I'm saying like you may not love him, but his voice still sounds good for how old yep. he is. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gotta tell you. Expectations set happiness. Truth, you know.
3: You can't depend on the
1: air. My expectations you can't were very low. On wise you can't find them, they're not there. Can't find them, they're nowhere. You can't depend on cruelty.
5: Cruelty and ball line.
1: You can't depend on the water hunt. You need a bustle of anything. Like, Phantom, it's good enough to where, like, a 60 year old Seeger fan's gonna go, still has it. Pretty good. Like, <laughs> like, right? Like, that's, it's good enough for that.
2: Say something else during the chorus. Yeah, dude. It, it's
0: lazily
1: written. Like I, I always say this to my boss, who's always on me, make sure you get the right song count in. And I always say, you know what, dude? Half the songs is guys repeating themselves. If I went on the air and just said the same sentence over and over, fifty and over times over in and a and row, and you would yank me off the goddamn radio. But for some reason, there's a dude thumbing along the bass line, and now all of a sudden that that system works. I don't get it. Oh, get by.
2: God, dude, you can hear so much of this influence on Kid Rock's like newest stuff. It's oh, ridiculous. God,
0: yeah. Ridiculous.
1: Oh, dude, those guys pray at the altar of Bob Seger. And they should. He was damn good. Oh! He'll roll you away. Take you down Main Street. Build you up like a rock, there he we will. Go.
0: Here
1: we go. Get I'll him get him up. He's a beautiful there. loser. There he is. Rambling, gambling, man.
2: Where's
1: he standing against the wind? That's where he's standing. <laughs> against the wind is where he is. They're all good, dude. His greatest hits <laughs> record, honestly, you take old time rock and roll and like whatever that cover is he did off his greatest hits record, and it's honestly like you can't do this anymore because people will be like, "I'll just take my iPod." But like, if I was stuck on a stranded island and I could only have like ten albums, Bob Seger's greatest hits is on that list of albums I want with me. Is is
2: out of faith on that album? <laughs> that's the real question. Well, it there. is not. Don't give me the vote there. Buddy. <laughs> it's half a turd. You're right. Realistic. Our expectations set happiness, and I thought Bob Seger in 2017 was going to be awful. I mean, that wasn't a great song. It really wasn't. No. But it was better than I thought it was going to be, so half a turd. Dad.
1: I uh, totally agree. We're totally in unison again. <laughs> it's <laughs> half a turd. Like I said, a 60-year-old Seger fan's going, you know what? He can still do it. And I think that that's probably where he needs to be. He doesn't need to pick up millennial listeners. He just needs to continue to make his... People happy, and I think that song was probably good enough to do that. We have New Linkin Park and the Midnight Wolves, a local band, both of those up next on Rock 106. I found that I want from them, and they've been capable
2: of making it throughout their
1: career, but, and, and well,
2: but they've obviously kind of changed their focus here,
1: and yeah.
6: Should have stayed Were the signs I ignored Can I help you not to hurt
2: You're the guitar player for Linkin Park. Aren't you like, guys, what are we doing? Why aren't we making, why aren't we trying to make songs that are going to make us money? We've got X amount of time left on this career. And instead of us going into this, like, hey, we're going into a new artistic, you know, softer side. Why don't we just go out there and make hits, right?
1: Or do a solo record. right. If you dude, if you want to do this, I mean band, band, once bands get big enough, they can you can do like a solo project and and still come back and do the Lincoln Park thing. Like I, I agree with you. I, there should have been another outlet for this. And
2: this is just going to be such a balancing act for us here where it's like because you guys the
1: guys, are making fun of a dead guy. right. The guy's dead, but like it doesn't mean his records were great. When the world was asleep. And dude, I'm a ballad fan, but like yeah, this is—I'm is, uh. a ballad fan, but this is a rough, rough start to this song. Was I Never thought I'd say this, but the Midnight Wolves need to save us. Again, he's not a great singer either.
6: Cares if one more light goes out In the sky of a million stars It flickers,
1: flickers, You know, and they weren't bad at the ballad thing either. What was it? Was it My Own December? Was that that song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, about that, that was a really good song, like, if back in the day. But this isn't the same thing.
6: One more light goes out In the sky of a million stars It flickers, flickers who cares when someone's time runs out If a moment is all we are Or quicker, quicker Who cares if one more light goes out Well, I do
1: Wow That's a stretch there
6: The reminders Pull the floor from your feet
2: Remember when Johnny Cash did the um, Hurt? The, yeah, he did Hurt and and everyone I loved it. You could always say that like you could hear Johnny Cash dying on that record. That was his like death song. That was his like the end of his career and that was him kind That's of true. like spilling spilling his death onto that. And I think David Bowie kind of the same way. A lot of people said that last record he made, I know it wasn't a hit, but a lot of people said I, I think you could called, feel the ominous Yeah, yeah. I know, it was called Death Star or something like that. Yeah. And it, it, was, it was very much like his, you know, that was the end of it you can hear chester kind of i don't want to say committing suicide on this record but you can kind of feel that it like. definitely
1: sounds like a guy who's not feeling good
6: Floor from your feet.
1: you know at the risk of being called insensitive good luck here buddy <laughs> but if that were true i think it would be better you know what i mean like those are real emotions for a guy who poured them out on right. songs like crawling like right. in the like all that stuff like he poured all that stuff out and maybe that's what it is maybe the pen just ran dry sometimes it does there's only i mean right i mean there's only so much great art in 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 one person so maybe that's what happened in the kitchen one
6: more chair, then you
2: yeah, he knew he was kid- killing himself here. Angry, or at least
1: had the thought. And you I mean, he had said he had had right. the thoughts forever. So, yeah, that's not crazy to think that.
6: Just because you can't see it.
1: But you're right. Like Mike Shinoda's gotta be sitting in the back of the what room going, Bro, what are we doing? What are we doing right now? Like we we've made ten million dollars doing this. And you know, I know some of you are maybe thinking, well, dude, that look, you've made your point. They made the money. But mm, there's never enough money. I was gonna say I'd <laughs> want to make some more of there's it. There's no such thing as enough money. Mean it,
2: isn't there like, Shinoda you know, comes in and raps right here. if
1: one
6: more light goes out in the sky of a million
0: stars?
1: I mean, this song's about suicide, right? I mean, he's talking about one more light going out. Like, I would imagine that's what this is about. Right now, some fan with, like, Linkin Park like lyrics like tattooed on the inside of their arm is like, No, you idiot. It's about this. goes out, will I? Of the song keeps going on well I do and I like this band like I wasn't like one of those guys that like hated on Lincoln Park I didn't think Chester was a great singer I mean he did take a beating when this record got released like when this new album I mean dude the fans were just brutal against him can you blame them I mean they want what they want you know and what do I always say about this radio show it's not mine it's yours I'm just the guy that hosts it for you and so like I think about you when I'm putting it together like what do you want it doesn't doesn't matter what I want it's what you want
2: I just don't want to get fired over things we say about Linkin Park. I'm like all right well just
1: let that one go, Fante. Yeah, this guy's bringing up a good point. Mike Shinoda went out and had a, like that side project, right? Fort Minor or oh, whatever yeah, that yeah, was, yeah, that yeah. a few yeah. years ago. Now, and I wasn't totally in it. Oh my God, was that the end of that Lincoln Park song? Yeah. As a guy who was praying for it, that was just still a weird way to end it. Yeah. Lincoln Park, one more light, Fanto, Give me the vote. It's a
2: turn. Not a very good song there. And honestly, I could feel the emotion. I can feel the sadness there. I, I mean, if you're a Linkin Park, if you're a Chester enthusiast, then yeah, that's going to be your like, I want to play that at my
1: funeral. But that wasn't a good song for a band that has, what, six records, yeah, I'm sure, and has the ability to pull emotion out of you and has done it many, 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 many times. That was a poor offering from Linkin Park's One More Light. I got to vote turd on that. It's a turd. So far, Phantom, you and I, three for three. I think that was the way it was last week, too. God, man, maybe we're melting. Yeah, man.
2: <laughs> just stands, stands tone coming together now. Oh,
1: that just <laughs> sounds awful. What are we awful. Doing awful. Welcome minds. to my weight issues. <laughs> and apparently, I'm now going to crap five times a day. I'm not sure if your boy likes that. Locally, we have the Midnight Wolves, I believe is the name of this band. And they have a song called, what is this called? Hammerhead. Hammerhead. Oh, I guess Chester had a side project called Dead by Sunrise. I didn't know that. Ugh. Did not know that. Um, but, hey, here's the Midnight Wolves now, locally.
2: I know, uh, I know Mitch that's in the Midnight Wolves. He's through, the one that sent me the email. Through, Mitch, through Facebook, he's always just like, yo, bro, hey, something about the show. Something about the show. So oh, cool. He's a big listener.
1: He's the drummer from the Midnight Wolves. And proud teddy bear owner, he says here. <laughs> if you guys go back a few weeks on the program. That's very funny, Mitch. I like that. Oh, he's looking for you.
5: It's
1: got a little Queens of the Stone Age influence in there. You know, know I'm gonna like that.
2: Straightforward rock and roll. Yeah, like he that. says
1: that here. Look, man, we're a three-four card garage band. Cause we don't want to melt faces.
2: I don't know if I like that, vo- that vocal effect that's on there. Listen to that. I don't know if I like that. Let me hear
1: that again. I I no, I would rather you punch him up more. Yeah, yeah. Don't y- dole him down. Don't hide that, him right? from me. Yeah, punch him up a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. I now, we always say production for local bands, you got to judge it on a curve. It's one of the harder things to do about making a record. But again, I, it's got a little Queens feel, little hives, little all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, the Wrecking Tours, which I was a big fan of. Like, I like that whole sound. Through the Swimming, through the night
2: like a shark. Swimming through the night like a shark.
1: Oh, that's why it's called Hammerhead.
2: That's why it's called the Hammerhead.
0: Oh, now I get it. Sand for blood. I've had a taste and now I can't get enough Don't be so shy now, just give me the knot You know i
1: No current shows uh, uh, scheduled because uh, uh, the guitarist and lead singer Dave's about to have a baby.
2: Ah, Dave got some groupie pregnant. There you go, Dave. Good for you, buddy.
1: Oh my God, the Hammerhead groupie. <laughs> Jesus, the Midnight Wolves groupie. Somebody got dude. Somebody needs to show me a picture of that lady. Uh-huh.
2: They got a cool sound. I I I just don't like that vocal effect. The guy's not a great singer, but you don't have to be a great singer in this style. It matches the sound. It's got that grittiness to it. I just don't like that vocal effect on him.
1: Oh, this is the same guy. Mitch isn't in this band. He did this to us last time. Lee is the drummer from the band. He's just a friend of the. This guy did this to us last time. Pretending Remember his band? <laughs> yeah, no. This yeah, this is the guy that got mad because I told him I would never play the band. I and so he sends in messages from other names so we end up playing the song. God, I almost hate the fact that he got one on, over on me.
0: You know I think it's the devil that I see in you but I guess it's
1: One of our listeners says it sounds like Monster Magnet and sounds real good. I don't think it sounds anything like Monster Magnet, but I would agree that it sounds good. Monster Magnet was pretty good, though. Megasonic Teenage whatever it was that song was great yeah I kind of want to find Mitch and beat him up now (laughs) I do I want to beat Mitch up
2: he's sending me messages on Facebook right now like I'm not in that band
0: Mitch I mean I read
1: the email verbatim I'm in the band (laughs) (laughs) I want to find Mitch and beat him up I do I hate Mitch I would not attend Mitchapalooza. Like, I would not <laughs> attend that. I don't care if Snoop Dogg plays it or not. I need, dude, I want a shirt that says F Mitch on it. I'm wearing <laughs> it to every Buzzminch <laughs> show ever. Somebody make me an F Mitch. I hate Mitch. I like it. That's my new shirt. Is that the end of it? Uh, that's the end of it there. All right, dude, give me the vote there. Buddy. Not a turd. Is the Midnight Wolves? Yeah, the Midnight Wolves.
2: The song Hammerhead. Called Hammerhead. Swimming through the night like a shark <laughs> or whatever. And, um, you know, you said it that you got to kind of grade on a curve when it comes to these locals. You do. But as, as a local goes, dude, that's good. I, I would come see you guys live. Man, not a turd.
1: I uh, I I would agree. That's not a turd there.
2: Not a turd. She's That's a, on everything.
6: That
1: today. was pretty good. I like that sound. Like I said, I uh, you don't have to melt faces with me anymore. I kind of like that Queens of the Stone Age. That little just a little bit of funk, a little bit of just straightforward Garage Band type stuff. I actually really really like that sound a lot. Aside from that, we're done for the day. Missed anything from today's show? That was foolish. It was pretty good today. You can podcast it shortly after ten a.m. at wrqk.com. You guys have a fantastic afternoon.